Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Game Raiders podcast. Uh, I'm Drew, and I've, as always, I've got my co-host Sergio over here. Hello, how's it going? That's going pretty good. Uh, we've also got a special guest today. We've got our friend Emma over here. Hey, um, so yeah, so we've got you on here today because we're talking about one of the longest running horror game franchises today. We're talking about some Resident Evil. Chris Redfield. Jill Valentine. Barry Burton. Rebecca Chambers Albert Wesker Resident Evil So yeah, so we're we're going to be talking about this cuz no, it's getting is, into yeah, the spooky season. We're in spooky season, baby. Hell yeah. Got to get spooky. So, um so yeah, and also because uh, Resident Evil Eight has been announced. officially announced, revealed, and um, we got a Resident Evil anime show coming. Oh out. yeah, we got that anime show and coming from Netflix. A Resident Evil Netflix live action show mm-hmm. that allegedly somebody here may have gotten a hold of the first script. Uh oh, allegedly, <laughs> um, and we're going to talk about it. Sergio, that's piracy. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Is it though? <laughs> Um, all right, so yeah, so we're gonna be uh just going over the general, we're just gonna be talking about the games for a little bit, talking about our kind of history with them, kind of what we like about the series. Um, we're gonna be talking about uh the live action films, yeah, we're talking games, we're talking movies, we're talking talking about shows, shows. we're talking about animated movies, we're talking about body pillows, we're talking about Rule 34, now we're talking, we're not talking about porn. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys, it's actually a porn podcast <laughs> um so i guess yeah we'll just go ahead and start where it all began with the video game so yeah i've never i never actually played resident evil originally on the playstation where it started you know i came into it when uh the remake got released on the gamecube of the first game mm-hmm. um so and i and i played that uh so you didn't both... play four at, on the gamecube huh you didn't play the fourth game on the gamecube well, the remake came first, I believe. Okay. Yeah, so 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 the thing was, this is kind of going into a little deep dive into history. Uh, Nintendo made a deal with Capcom to make three exclusive Resident Evil games for the GameCube. Uh, the first was a remake of the first game. Mm-hmm. The second was a... Um, and, the, and then the other two were two new entries. One was Resident Evil Zero, which was a prequel mm-hmm. to the first game, uh, starring Rebecca Chambers. Yeah. And then... And then the second one was uh, Resident Evil 4. Yeah, it was like a timed exclusive. Initially. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, for the GameCube. So, um, so I came into it kind of during that era, um, and I played Resident Evil Remake, and despite the tank controls that were still prevalent, I, the something about the game kind of got, it kind of got like under my skin a little bit. Um, I mean, you were like seven. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you're like seven. Well, like, yeah, <laughs> like, like, but, but, you know, it... So the if you've ever played any of the original Resident Evil games, you know they're kind of hard to they're they're a little bit hard to play by today's standards because yeah. of the tank controls. But the the design of Resident Evil Remake, uh, both uh, environmental art uh, or environmental art and sound design, um, there's something there is something really really creepy about that game, especially mm-hmm. with like the new additions that they made with like Lisa Trevor 
and um, like additional um, additional secrets that they added to the game. Yeah. Um, and it and that's kind of that was kind of my first um, kind of exposure to the series where I you know like exploring a creepy old mansion, solving puzzles, you know, having to kind of rely on um, not so much combat. But kind of knowing, like knowing when to fight and when to run away, yeah. you know, sort the the survival horror, right? Yeah, like survival horror has become a very um, prevalent genre in video games now. But at the time when the first Resident Evil game was released, it was it was completely revolutionary, and mm-hmm. um, you know, um, and and since that first game, you know, I've kind of gone through most of the mainline series. I've gone through, uh, you know, I played the remake, I played Zero. Four, five, seven, two remake. Oh, don't forget when we played six together. Oh, uh, we played it for like about five minutes, and then I <laughs> get. We played it for like a couple hours. We we played it for a couple yeah. hours, but I, it's <laughs> it's yeah, it's not great. Um, and then uh, Revelations, the first one, uh, is actually a really good game. Really good. Um, and yeah, so it's it's kind of I would say it's my favorite like horror game franchise. I would yeah, I yeah. would put it up there. Um, you know, like two remake is, is one of the greatest games I think that's been released in the last generation. Yep. Um, and like, cause I mean, obviously like I'm a Leon fanboy. Let's, let's get real. Like, you know, I mean, Chris, Chris and Jill are like kind of up there, you know, as like mm-hmm. some of my favorite characters, but like, it's okay. They know, they know the Leon fanboys. That's, that's why he's <laughs> like, in like most of the games. Yeah. He, like, yeah, he's in most of the games. He's in all of the digital, like the animated yeah. movies. Uh, he's gonna be in the new Netflix animated show. Like it's 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 a Leon story, baby. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, he was like you know he was like the last of the mainline cast they actually introduced in the like live action movies. Yeah, oh, really? yeah, yeah. He was he was only in um he was in the one second to last movie. Yeah, he was in the one where yeah like second to last. It was the same one where they did the the Jill is like possessed thing, mm-hmm. or, like From mind control. Five, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know how it worked. I never saw that movie. I never saw it either. I've only, I, okay, we'll talk about movies. In yeah, we'll talk about yeah. movies in a little bit. So but. Emma, what is like, what is your history with like Resident Evil? It's 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 a little similar to Drew's. Um, I I did I was introduced to the series with four. Um, it was a little bit after the fact. Um, I did play the I, I played I borrowed the game from one of my friends on the GameCube. I played it for a couple hours and I really liked it and mm. they wanted it back so I gave it back to them. And nah, then I, keep that shit. Yeah. Well, I went out. <laughs> I went out and bought. I went out and bought it on the PS2 instead. Yes. And I actually think um, the GameCube version didn't include uh, separate ways right. or assignment Ada or anything like that. Yeah. So it was actually you know a little bit better and the mm. graphics were a little bit better on the PS2 as well. Yeah. So I, I had no problem playing it on there. Um, and then uh, I really got into the series after that. Um, I, I didn't really have the um, nostalgia for the yeah. prior games. So I, I I have played, like, I've played some of all of the previous ones. I haven't played the original because mm-hmm. it's pretty hard to find, too, from what I've seen. Yeah. Like the, not in the remake, but like not the, the original. Well, both are really, well... Remake, the, the remake you can get on most digital yeah, stores. Yeah, but, like, the GameCube version, because, like, I think they actually changed some. Yeah, they re- yeah. re-remastered Yeah, they re-remastered it. Yeah. So, it's like, a the remake Yeah. The GameCube it's, version. It's been remade, I think, as much as Skyrim or, or Resident Evil 4, probably. Yeah, the GameCube version is pretty difficult to find, as well as the original PlayStation version. Yeah. Um, I played a little bit of 
remake, and I played a little bit of two, and I played a little bit of three. I actually have a GameCube copy of three. Oh, like nice. The original, and yeah, was... oh, yeah, because Resident Evil 2 and 3 got ported to the GameCube. Yeah, yeah, Dude. after yeah. that, yeah. I, I haven't played any of the spinoffs except for Revelations, which is really good, and I recommend yeah. it. Um, it's, it's a really good callback to, like, the earlier days mm-hmm. where it was a little more isolating, and, you know, there's still a lot of... Did you ever? But. <laughs> did you ever play um, Resident Evil Four on the Wii though? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I played it. I played it on the PS2, GameCube, and um, PS3. PS, yeah, PS4 actually. Yeah. I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. So the current version that I have is the PS4, but I think actually the best version to play is the Wii because you have that freedom of movement oh, with God. the Wii remote. Where oh you, no way! You know, yeah. um, it's actually pretty liberating. My, I this is an aside. My dad, my dad played RE4 too. Yeah. Um, I think it's the only one he's played, and he played it on a computer. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the PC version, or at least the early PC version, was really difficult to play. Oof. He had to buy like a controller, oh, and um, it they didn't they didn't do. I don't even know if they did this uh, on any of the later releases either. But um, you had to like uh, it matched like either the GameCube or the um, PlayStation's like button setup. So anytime uh, there was a QTE, okay. you had to like do like a translation oh, <laughs> no. so it was really hard to do QTEs. okay so but <laughs> like when you're running away from the boulder it just like crushes you yeah instead yeah because you're like Which trying to mess with controls they got rid of the QTEs, i think right in, in like the, seven there's some of them oh in the yeah. in seven there's not there's seven there's none there's not there's yeah none, but in yeah. the remake remake I think two, two and three they have some. some yeah but it's not like it's not like re4 where it's like yeah if you don't press it right now you're gonna get killed like kind of or it's thing. not like uh RE6 and you got to punch the boulder? No, it's RE5. No, RE5, Chris punched the boulder. I played 5. I've never actually beaten it because um, I've gotten to the, like, very last boss battle with Wesker, um, but I had to, like, go. (laughs) So I stopped, and then it resets you to a part right before, um, right before the fight where it's, like, they, they, it's, it's, it's really hard. Uh. (laughs) Oh. See, it's really hard. <laughs> I remember I remember when I was playing 5, there was there's a certain stage that is like the most like the most treasures in any of the stages and so I would just replay that over and over constantly just getting all the treasures so I could sell them oh, and wow. get all the upgrades. I forgot like, that they did selling and and five but yeah. i think it's just because like it's not the merchant so yeah it's not memorable <laughs> what do you buy i hope speaking of which i do hope they bring i would love it if they brought back the merchant in re8 i think that would yeah. be a really cool it looks like they, they kind of are so. with that like little end yeah, yeah. At the end of the latest trailer so we, yeah we've kind of talked about this like what uh, about re8 like the re4 kind of vibes that we're getting from re8 yeah, like sure. um what do, what do you think like we're going to be seeing in re8 i me personally i hope it's i hope it's um so i i haven't i've never owned seven i'll probably buy it and re and play it like yeah. on my own before uh eight comes out i have played bits of it because when mm-hmm. y'all had it i played it um i i'm not as into the i'm not i'm a little over the whole like in a house you know mm-hmm. horror game thing it's just a personal preference it's not like anything against the game i know it's good yeah um but i i am a little i'm i'm excited about the return to more of like a you know spooky and i like i like the supernatural elements i think that's Mm -hmm. a cool addition to the franchise especially i know they've been wanting to do that for a while because Mm -hmm. like of all the like 
beta versions of four kind of had some of those aspects to it. So I know werewolves and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, they had ghosts. What? Um, there was yeah, like shoot the ghost to get yeah. out of here. They wanted <laughs> to do like so. It was originally like more supernatural, mm-hmm. less like science. Yeah. yeah. Less like you know. Yeah. So it. it, it I don't want to be upset. There's no ghosts in eight. <laughs> I think I think the story is like one of the versions of RE4 got turned into Devil May Cry. Yeah. Really? No, yeah. Whoa. The other another got turned into this game called Haunting Ground. I think that's what it's called. Hmm. And it's like uh, it's kind of like uh, RE2 or RE3 where you're being chased by a creature like a, like a creature yeah. yeah and you play this little you're this like little girl in a gothic castle mm-hmm. and who she looks a lot like jill like jill like in her uh re5 oh, oh really yeah it's like crazy how similar they look um it makes they, sense yeah <laughs> yeah um and then um i i yeah so th- there was a couple versions of that game that all got reused and they mm-hmm. all had these like more like supernatural gothic horror yeah. elements and i like that a lot so yeah I'm super excited. And I'm curious how it's going to mesh with, like, the T-virus and stuff. Are they going to be like, well, actually, there's also a, a W-virus that turns you into a werewolf. What, and a... Yeah. What, what was the one that, uh, in RE7, because, she, like, what, the name of the... I just call it the mold. Yeah, the mold. No, no, but, but, but she, the, the host, um... Evelyn? Evelyn, yeah. Isn't it called the E-virus, yeah, though? the E-virus. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like, and, and also, like, Cause in the RE eight trailers, we've seen like a grand wide shot, and there's like a castle in oh, the background. And also, the umbrella logo is there too, so it has something to do with umbrella. Yeah, yeah or the, the new the new umbrella. Is Dracula. <laughs> well, I think umbrella you know. was founded in. Well, there's vampires too. That's the other thing. Yeah. Hell yeah! Baby. I think the vampires thing can easily be explained with yeah. um, a virus. A virus. Yeah. yeah. And then you got um you got the big Hulkin man himself. Oh, Chris. Chris, yeah, Chris. looks like a tank. I like that they brought back his uh, actual face model. Like he looks more like he Chris. fat. Yeah. Well, he's old. He's like forty or fifty now. So. He he got he got asthma. Yeah. <laughs> and like, other he, diseases. And he, he kills your he, he kills your wife that you well, spend I've most actually, of the time. I've actually heard that she's probably not actually dead. Yeah. So, because I don't think she can die with the mold or whatever. Oh That's just yeah. What I've heard is that maybe I don't know because you kill her like. A ton of times in RE7. Yeah, and she so. just keeps coming back. And you like, cure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what else? Um, so, you played through all the games. Did you, yeah. You played the remakes, right? Uh, yeah, I played, I played, uh, I played two and three. Yeah. Um, you know, two is great. Two is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three has its, you know, it, it's, just, it's okay. Like, it's a solid okay. Um, I wish they had done a little bit more, but. It's just too short for me. That's it is thing. what it is. I, I like, you know, I like. I, I actually wasn't sold on Jill's redesign because I, I actually really liked Jill a lot. Um, and uh, I, so I wasn't super sold on her redesign, um, but uh, I ended up liking it a lot. And I liked Carlos's redesign too. I thought he looked mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, I wish they had I wish they had just done more, but you yeah. know. I mean, RE3 is, is kind of just a... Yeah. The original game had the exact same criticisms yeah. that the remake had. Yeah. yeah. So. And they didn't take that time to fix it and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So for like me, um, I played the very first game and parts of the second game with my uncles. They, they're they just not too much older than me. I mean, yeah. I'm older than me, but they're like maybe with 10 years or so. Right. So they were like teenagers, maybe like in their 20s when those games came out on PlayStation. And I'd come over as a kid and I'd play them. I played the first game that way. I played part of the second game that way. I never finished the second game. 
And then I didn't touch a Resident Evil game until Resident Evil 7. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I went and bought it. Resident Evil 7 RE7 Biohazard. Biohazard. Yeah. And uh, I played through that with uh, Drew and yeah. people at the house. And we lived together. I loved it. And yep. then I got RE2 Remake and RE3 Remake. And pretty much that's it. I haven't played any other games, but... I keep telling you, man, you need to play RE4. You need to play 4, It is available on the game store. Yeah. I do recommend it. It's aged very well. Like, it's a little clunky. Yeah. But it's aged very well. Like, I've replayed it recently. It's aged like fine wine, especially the dialogue. (laughs) Man, that writing is so good. Like, that that is kind of something I wanted to mention is that, like, I know a lot of people dislike the, you know, the trajectory where the series went. After four, where's everyone going? But, Bingo. That's my I Leon think there's a lot of things about five and six that I can appreciate from like a, it's like super campy. From yeah, like a campy no, it's great. I love like it. Fucking Chris punching a boulder, yeah. or you know, just Wesker existing. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it's it's hilarious, and I'm I'm happy I'm at a place now where I'm like. It's not what people probably wanted, but it's a lot of fun. It's what Dude, it's it's not what we wanted, they, but it's what we deserved. Are they even scary? I don't think any of the games between like, well, yeah. five and six aren't scary. Um, like seven's pretty I, scary. I think four has its moments where you're kind of like it, 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 the. I think the scariness comes down to uh, the survival horror elements, yeah. like where yeah. you're down on your luck, you have no ammo, you have no herbs, you don't know how you're and gonna get through. For some, me, the the that was my yeah. that was my complaint with RE three. Was that I never felt that way because there was so much, much yeah. ammo. Ammo, yeah. I was always loaded. Well, and Mr. X scares the shit out of yeah, you. And yeah, and Mr. X is great. And Nemesis was so Nemesis disappointing. Nemesis was a disappointment. Yeah. So. I think, I, yeah, I don't personally think any of the games besides maybe, um, I think one is probably the closest to to actually being scary probably because you just, you just don't have much at your disposal. Mm-hmm. Um... And then, think, like any of those original games, like like Code Veronica, Seven's pretty yeah. scary. I think Revelations. Seven also, is pretty scary. Revelations also, at least for part of it, I think it does a pretty good job of setting yeah. a pretty spooky atmosphere like that. When I played it the first time, there's there were jump scares that got me, yeah. but not even just the jump scares. Like it's pretty spooky, like especially when you start the game because you're on yeah. like a abandoned derelict cruise ship that's just like. You know, yeah, like it's dark and it's spooky. And... It's like if you go on the cruise ships now, it's like <laughs> yeah. a like coronavirus. And there's twenty five percent capacity. There's also like a girl. There's like, like a, if I remember correctly, there, she's not like Mr. X or a tyrant or anything like that, but she's like she kind of stalks you throughout. Like I don't remember yeah. exactly, but it, that game also does eventually go into like poo poo territory. Yeah. Now so. I am I am saying that none of these games are scary. But if you put me into a VR headset with any of these games, I would probably <laughs> piss my pants. Like, like seven, like seven. I know seven has a VR. A VR version, yeah. If if I played that, I would not move ten feet at all. I think that's another reason I haven't played seven yet is because like I do get a little scared sometimes. With yeah, games. like there's a disconnect that I can make, but yeah, if VR. There's a certain point in seven where no. like you get the same problem I have with the other games. Like, you hit a certain point where you're just loaded. Yeah, and you're not. And that's really near the end, obviously. I think mm-hmm. the first like. 75% of the game, you're like, I have a pistol, I have a, I have a knife, well, I have a shotgun. And by the end, you're like, I got a bazooka, I got a machine gun, and I'm loaded well, with ammo. I got this I got this rocket launcher that I can fire 
to kill the bad guy in one shot. Well, if you play it smart, you can actually get the um, you can actually get the best shotgun like a couple hours yeah, uh, into the game if, where, where you get the repair kit under the house, under the porch, and then repair the shotgun that's in the room in the living if room. If I remember correctly, I think y'all had me play the section like right when you wake up and it's like the family's having dinner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you go away. And I think what happened was I turned a corner and the dad just walked just through the wall yeah. and I like pooped my pants. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was, that's I'm such a first like hour. That, that, whole, that whole beginning part uh, where you're in the, and then you have to wait for the hatch to open and it's like, oh my God, how long am I going to be here? I'm going to die. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Um, okay. So I guess we're. So I haven't played a lot of the original games. Yeah. Like, again, there's a gap between from two to seven. I didn't play three, four, five, or six. In that time, I definitely watched the movies. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Mila Jovic. Mila Jovic. Jovovic. Mila Jovovic. going to die down here i've seen uh, the first movie i saw that when it was like out on dvd yeah and i saw two three and four in theaters oh wow and i haven't i've seen the last two you actually paid good money to go watch these in the theaters yeah so they're for me the movies are like <laughs> guilty pleasures they're, they're terribly edited they're terribly shot they're so cheesy yeah. and paul ws anderson so is son of a bitch yeah and um i think it's funny when they bring in characters that have the same name as the characters from the game, but then resemble very little else. Yeah. Yeah. Like Carlos is like a uh, super soldier. He's doing like uh, jumping off helicopters and like Mission Impossibleing down the building. And then... how dare you talk about Odette Fair's <laughs> seminal role? <laughs> how dare uh, you? And then Nemesis is like. He's the guy from the first movie. Guy from the first movie that like is in love. Yeah. With the yeah. House. And then she. And then he turns on. Oh turns on an umbrella. God. And he's a good guy. Apocalypse is the worst movie. Don't at me. Well, they made Jill really movie. weird too, right? Like she was like nothing like. Well, she's kind of like new Jill, but she, she's nothing like old Jill. She, it's just the the problem with the movies. So so the first movie. So for reference, I've only seen the first three, but bro, you need to watch at least. I know. Like I know. Well, now stuff. it's they now it's, back Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, right? now it's almost October, so like I we mean, I'll probably yeah, like I mean, it's a perfect time, but and they're all short. They're like an hour and a half. But like the problem is, so the first movie is actually a pretty harmless. I feel like it, like it, it it's okay. Like it fits in yeah. the universe. I agree with you on that. Like I think the, I think there's a case for the first movie existing. Yeah, because like it's it's fine. Yeah, yeah. and, and also, it's cool. They didn't want it. Inter- like they, Capcom, yeah, Capcom is Capcom. the developer. Was not yeah. willing to give them any characters in the first movie because they didn't want the movie to like it was a tarnish, it. Yeah, tarnish yeah. it. Yeah, it was a huge hit. Yeah, not with critics, but just financially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, okay, here you can some characters. So that's why the first movie has like all original I, characters. Okay, but yeah. that's where I think they went wrong is they they started introducing all of these characters from the games and all these like little side stories. It just didn't really flow well. Like yeah. I mean. You could have told an original... Like, even if you wanted to go to Raccoon City, that's fine. You could have told a completely original story within the confines of Raccoon City without mentioning any of the other characters yeah. from the games. It's also just hard when you're, like, introducing, like, the god character. And yeah. Then, <laughs> like, making her, like, hang out with, like, the other characters. Yeah, like... And she's, like, 
unbeatable. She's a fuck. She's a badass. Like she's she's, she's basically she's a tyrant, isn't she? Like uh, she's she's like Wesker, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then in one of the movies, there's like a whole room of clones of her, and then like all of them are like fighting. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Man. Okay, I will say though, I will say though, the greatest thing these movies did though was for Mike Epps' career. Because he's fucking hilarious in Apocalypse and and all the other movies he's in in the series. Like, in Extinction, that's it. Is is he only in two of yeah, them? Okay, he dies in Extinction. Does he? I forgot if he dies. Man. Oh well. See, this is what I mean. I'm telling you, I need to go. I know Allie Larder plays Claire yeah. in Extinction. Yeah. And and her name's Claire Redfield, and that's it. Like that, she doesn't. Oh, do I anything. think it's even worse. Like the guy, I forget his name. The guy who plays Chris, he was like on like Prison Break and stuff. Oh really? Yeah, he's. Is he in, he's not in the first three movies. No, he's no. not. I think they introduced they introduced Claire before they introduced him. Yeah, no, Claire's in extinction. Be, she's gotta be in, he's gotta be in four or five, and then Leon comes in like five or six. Yeah. Five, oh my God. And then how many are there? Six, there's six, six. And movies? there's rumors that they're remaking the movies. Oh come uh, on now. Oh. Yeah. Or they're doing like a reboot or something. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Like I'm okay with them rebooting the movies. Like it's fine. I just wanted it to be less. Yeah. Like to be actually scary. Honestly, I, I mean, not even. I mean, they don't even really have to be scary because, like, the games are like no, we just talked yeah. about. The games aren't I guess scary. That's true. That is true. Like, they just have to. I guess resemble Resident Evil. Sort <laughs> sort of resemble the ish. Yeah. Well, like, okay. So there was a time though because the movies are more action based. So yeah. like you got yeah. Mila Jovovich like doing backflips and like kicking zombies' heads off and stuff like that. Yeah. And then didn't the game start to kind of resemble yeah. those action yeah. more action heavy? Yeah, like six. This was like what. All yeah. Like six would have been a solid like. Like when did the first movie yeah. come out? Like mid two thousands. It was like two thousand. Yeah, it was like really early. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like I, I feel like even I will I will even give two a pass maybe, but like I, like even the first two movies like that's fine, but like everything after that does not. I disagree. They tried. <laughs> they tried to. Extinction. I think is my favorite of the. The really? Yeah. The desert one? Extinction is so bad. <laughs> they're all bad, Drew. I mean, they're all bad, but some are less bad than others. <laughs> they're all equally bad. I, Again, the I haven't seen one, I was in the last two. The first one's the least egregious. Yeah. But, like, the rest are... Carlos blows up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. It's terrible. They killed Odette Fair's seminal role. <laughs> God, what are these movies thinking, uh, man? They got the guy who played um, Luke Cage from the original Mortal Kombat movie. He this was his first major movie role in a oh, long time. Oh, F. What's his name? I don't remember his name. He's like a cowboy sniper. He was pretty cool. I don't I'm know. Trying, I'm blanking. I think this Paul Thomas hey. Anderson directed all of them, right? Yeah. No, uh, no. I, I think he, he did. Uh, he only directed the first one, I think, and then he produced the other two. Um, or the other others. He directed all of them. The other five. The other five. <laughs> the other others. Doesn't, doesn't Wester become president in one of them? I feel like that. I don't know. I think that's what happens. I think he becomes president. But honestly, that sounds fucking amazing. Isn't he played by the guy who plays Sir Jorah? No. Oh no, he's um, he's Alexander Isaacs. I think he's the a developer of the T virus. I didn't even know he was in an actor who played uh uh, Ian uh from what's his name? God damn it! It's not. It's not. It's not Sir Jorah. I think you might be thinking of um He does play Tomb somebody. Raider. He's in Tomb Raider. No, no, Sir no. Jorah. Sir yeah, Jorah is Tomb Raider. in No, Sir Jorah is also in um Oh, he's in Resident Evil? Yeah. Ian Glenn, uh Dr. Alexander Isaacs. Yeah. Yeah, he's not Wesker. Wesker is like a no, younger he's not, guy. He's, he's like a he's played by a younger dude who looks like almost too young. 
Yeah. Especially when he takes ones, off the glasses. The only one Paul W. S. Anderson did not direct was Apocalypse and Extinction. And oh, he came okay. Back for Afterlife, Retribution, so, and the final. Chapter. Okay, so he he directed four of the six. Okay. Should be the final chapter? Question mark. <laughs> question mark. The final chapter for real this time. Oh my god. <laughs> for realsies. Um. Okay. So yeah. So so live action movies kind of like they've. The, They've been more missed than hit, we'll say, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay, but I think they they miss in a fun in a f- way. Yeah, yeah. You can sit down, and you can watch all seven in one day, and have a great time. I'd rather yeah. a movie be bad and fun than bad and boring. It's not gonna be like pulling teeth, like yeah. you know, it's 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 like if you're a fan of the series, you're gonna watch some of your favorite characters get absolutely eviscerated yeah, they get, and they get, they get butchered and they yeah. die in terrible ways like i honestly don't know if like leon makes it through five or six which is yeah. so crazy i, I don't mean, know why i don't I mean, know he's like barely a character i don't think any of the like video game characters actually survive do they except for jill maybe uh, uh she's like like i said i haven't seen the fifth one but then she was saying emma was saying that she's like possessed yeah so they do the whole plot line from there's a plot line in resident evil 5 where uh chris thinks jill's dead yeah because she uh jumped with Wesker out of a window she, to, like, kill both of them. Yeah, she tackles Wesker out of, like, a window in a mansion yeah. off of a however like, long fit. Well, it goes cliff. down, it goes down, like, into a, a, a pit. It, yeah, it goes it goes off a cliff into yeah. an ocean, basically. Yeah, so he thinks she's dead, but then he sees a picture of somebody who looks like her in Africa. So he goes to Africa, and he eventually finds both of them. Yeah. And Jill has, like, been brainwashed, and she's got this, like, uh... Yeah, she's got this like on her chest. thing on her Take chest, chest. directly yeah. above her breasts, mind yeah. you. Yeah. To direct your eyes, you know. The the, then... the fight is pretty creepy, like because you, you you like he like suplexes her. Oh yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, he suplexes her. Um, I think Claire makes it through the end of the series because she comes back in the last two movies as well. Also, but... I think it's important to note that I think the reason they introduced Leon so late is because Leon. Like, when they started making the movies, I don't think four had come out yet. So, like, Leon had only been in, like, one game. Yeah, that's true. And I think they probably wanted to go with Claire because she's a girl. And that's more of, like, gal pals. Yeah. <laughs> and in those movies, they were out for, like, 12 years. Yeah. 12, 12, 2012 was the last movie came out. Yeah. They, maybe, it was, maybe it was 2016. They came out during the whole 3D film it craze. It was. 2016 was when the 2000s. last movie came out. Or early 2002 to 2016. So, so there's a chance they thought that like Leon was gonna be like a one-time character. Yeah. Psych. (laughs) Psych. Psych. You wrong. You thought about my boy Leon. You thought. (laughs) He's like the the most popular. He is the most popular character. He's the best character. All right. So we are interrupting uh, our podcast because there was actually some breaking news less yeah. than like one day after we recorded yeah so like literally a day after we got done recording this you were like drew get on the internet there is stuff happening in the resident evil sphere and i was like what um turns out bada bing bada boom there's a new live action movie coming out like yeah and i or, or it's in the works right now it's in the like, so they just announced that they are making yeah. a live action movie it's from the same studio that made the original movies yeah, and it's yeah. also doing the netflix show and they released the cast yeah like who's playing who well they and released then, most of the cast and like, yeah and then they kind of talk yeah. about like um 
like a plot. Uh, so inspiration. So they're so they're. It looks like their plan is to kind of combine uh, Resident Evil's one and two into one movie. Yeah. And kind of tell uh, quote unquote an origin story. Yeah. Um, and it's based in the nineties. Yeah. It's it's set in ninety yeah. eight. Uh, the date of the outbreak, like it chronologically set in the original outbreak, not like messing with any timelines. Yeah. Netflix. Well, like um, but like um, didn't the uh the first game take place like two years before RE two? No, I I think the first game took place in ninety eight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or like, I think it came out in ninety six, but then, it took place in ninety eight. Oh. Yeah, actually, something. I don't know. I mean, I I, I thought there was like a year or something. I, Maybe it took, it it took, it's not like it's not like it's not like at the same time though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's um. So I, I wonder if we're gonna see maybe the mansion starting off and then that'll spread out into like Raccoon Maybe. City. Yeah, Maybe. like I think that's what's gonna happen probably. Yeah. So like, so let's do this. Let's have Drew tell us our, who's cast as who. Yeah, and then we can kind of talk about it how we feel, and then so, and then we'll talk more about like the idea of like right. what the plot could be or what we wanted. We have okay. Emma back with so, us. So yeah. so we've got um. I might need pictures. So we've so we've got um so i think uh, sergio you already mentioned the film is being directed or not directed but it's uh from constantin film um and it's uh being helmed by writer director uh johannes roberts i think johannes is how you um, has he made it? it i don't know anything he's made um but uh yeah so the cast is actually like i'm very i'm i love this cast actually mm-hmm. Like, like I took a look at it and I was like, that looks pretty good. Yeah, like I actually really love. So okay, so we've got, um, so we've got Kaya Scodelario as Claire Redfield. Okay, and then she's been. Um, she's from in, for, she's from Maze Runner. Is probably yeah, she's the main, the main the main actress in Maze Runner, Roll. the love interest. Yeah. To, um, and then we've got uh, Robbie Amell as Chris Redfield. Okay, so Robbie we'll... Amell, brother of Stephen Amell, who's also Arrow. Known as Oliver Queen, yeah. yo, Arrow, where's my Arrow fans at? What has he been in? Uh, Robbie Amell, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was actually in, like um, no he was in, so he was in a couple episodes of the Flash TV show on CW, and then he's also been in, like, just a bunch of, like, other, like, really weird side, like, actually, small things, like, yeah, yeah, mostly small things, but he, actually him and Steven, like, his brother, were in a movie recently on Netflix about, like, superheroes and, like, superpowers and stuff like that. A movie? Yeah, um... Like it's not Project Power, is it? No, or? it was like eight or something like that. Like Sense Sense Eight. <laughs> not Sense Eight. No, what was like um? Oh God, it's gonna bother me so much. Was it uh? Where's the movie? Code Eight. There we go. Code Eight. Yeah. Uh, um. Hmm. So yeah. So so Robbie Amell is playing Chris. Um, and then we've got uh. Hannah John uh, Cammon from Ant-Man and the Wasp. She was Ghost. She's Jill. Um, she's playing Jill uh, Valentine. I like it. A lot of people were upset because of because uh, she's biracial. I she I think she's fine. She's people fine. people were upset. They're like, why she should be white? And I'm like, what? Come she, on now. She's fine. It I mean, like, matter. yeah, she's fine. She's fine. She's a good actress, and yeah, she's good. She's got the look though. Like, yeah, she's got like. She has. She's, she's got like the kind of like look. I don't know. She's got the look. So the most important oh. thing I think. Oh, Robbie Amell and the babysitter. Oh, <laughs> oh, he he's is. The, he's the beefcake guy. Oh god, <laughs> he always has his shirt off. Um, well, I mean, then he it's is fitting. A then it's yeah. fitting. I'm like, yeah. 
Um, yeah, perfect for Chris. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we've got um, who we've got here? We got Tom Hopper from uh, Game of Thrones and the Umbrella Academy. My boy, who Dickon. Is he in Game of Thrones? He's Dickon. Dickon. He gets roasted literally. Who is he? Who's he playing? In he's the- playing. Oh, he's uh, playing Albert, Albert Wesker. Wesker. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big boy Wesker. Actually, okay. I see this though. Like we were talking about the the uh, the series coming from Netflix. Uh-huh. I see this as Wesker more than I see that other. I don't know even who that Wesker is. But they cast him the other. They haven't cast, they haven't cast it. it, but like just from the description of like what he's doing, he, like just based on my uh, knowledge or of what he looks like, I think he ha- he probably fits the description a lot yeah. more than whoever played him in the live action movie. He just got he's got to well. be wearing shades the entire time. Yeah. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, like, he's got to look scary, not lame, with the yeah. shades off too. Like because <laughs> um, the other guy, the other guy when he took him off, he just looked lame as hell. Yeah, right. I mean, he's definitely like if you've seen him in like Umbrella Academy or like I mean he's like obviously that's I, not like him yeah, yeah. I mean, Umbrella Academy it's a giant but, suit but like he's in, he but... is still pretty like physically yeah. intimidating I mean just off like, of Game of Thrones like, yeah. He's, yeah he's, he's a pretty tall, big he's a tall he's big, boy he's a big, yeah, big exactly. body that's what you need for Wesker you need like kind of that intimidation yeah, yeah. Um, and then we've got uh, Avon Jogia I think that's how you pronounce that uh, apologies if I'm messing up any of these names. I know he's out there listening. We're <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I'm very. I want to apologize yeah. personally to Avon. Uh, the friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> um, but uh, it says here he's most well known for Zombieland Double Tap. Uh, I have not seen that. I've seen it. I, Who is he I think, supposed to I play? I think he, pl- he plays Leon. Okay. He's definitely playing Leon. There's a character in Zombieland Double Tap. He's like a hippie. And... He smokes a bunch of weed, and he's like in love with Abigail Breslin's character. Yeah, and I think I think that's him. I don't quote me on it, but I think that's so. Him. This is the only member of the cast that I don't really see. Like, what does he look like? He he. Well, I'll the main the thing is up. he has like really dark hair, oh. like black hair, and like Leon's kind of had more of that like oh. Leon's kind of like more of that dirty blonde. I mean, they could make like, it work. They could make it work. I mean, yeah, like it's just yeah. It, that's the thing is like with um. With Hannah, I see the Jill because she's got like she's got the like hair, right? Well, and she's got she's got like her like I know this is just like one of her face models, but she kind of has the same like kind of eye structure too, like the like hooded eyes that her oh from like the remake yeah like yeah. remake and yeah, yeah. Uh, like basically her like her face model from like remake through uh, Revelations she had like very like very hooded eyes. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, you know yeah. what? Have you guys ever seen the uh, movie Crawl? She's the main actress in Crawl. Wait, that. that's the uh, the girl's playing Claire. Oh, she uh, oh. what's her name? Kaya. Like, yeah, Kaya. Scotalario. She so Crawl is from Sam Ramy, produced by Sam Ramy. It's a movie where like oh, a hurricane. Crocodile. Yeah, and the crocodile does like <laughs> oh no, the crocodiles. Uh, yeah, crocodiles or alligators. I'm not sure what the difference in Florida. What is it? Uh, it's Crocs. No alligators. Alligator. Okay, so it's uh, it's all the alligators. Uh, alligators have the pointed noses, and they like and it's in the hurricane, so all the water rises, so they all come yeah. into this house, and she's in the house with her dad trying to escape. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's pretty um, good, and she's good in it, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, and then I so personally, I think this is my favorite casting. Um, Neil McDonough as William Birkin. Um, you might remember him from Captain America, the first Avenger. He was like one of the howling commandos. He's in minority report. Yeah. And then he, he was also, he was also in, um, the Arrowverse, another Arrowverse alum. He oh, played, uh, I can dig it. He played Damien dark, um, in like arrow and then got like, and then like was in a couple of the spinoffs and I, I love him. I think he's, he's a phenomenal actor. 
here. So like, sounds like I, they made some good casting choices. No, they definitely oh, okay. like the cast is actually really, really impressive. And let's just hope that the rest of it holds up. Yeah, exactly. So the director, right. he's made the classic movie, forty-seven meters below, <laughs> when those divers are stuck by Sarge, okay. and the sequel film. So you know he's he's a he's a pretty talented. I mean, everyone yeah. has to start somewhere. The the writer is credited with three movies. Yeah. And those three movies are Mortal Kombat for 2021, so it's not out yet. <laughs> Resident Evil and a Death Note sequel for the Netflix movie. Oh god. Yeah. Did he he didn't write the first one? No, he's not listed. Those are literally his only three credits are Mortal Kombat, Resident Evil, and Death Note 2. Yeah. So he is definitely an up and comer. Greg Russo was his name. Netflix is so So Netflix really thinking that there's going to be a Death <laughs> Note sequel. So the so the director um Roberts, he said that he really wanted this movie to go back to kind of the feeling of the original two games and like kind of he wants to recreate sort of the visceral experiences. So we're definitely um, gonna get more players. survival horror. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, I feel like it's gonna be more um I, I what I'm hoping this means is that the cine- cinematography is a lot more claustrophobic mm-hmm. because like those that's the whole point of like the yeah. games is that you yeah. are confined you are in like cramped hallways you're not able to move as fast or as uh freely as you want to so i'm hoping that um whoever the cinematographer is that they really like yeah um they focus on kind of that aspect of it um and yeah so and and i mean it looks like they're already taking like steps to kind of appease the fan base because they're setting it exactly within the timeline they're setting yeah. it within the story mm-hmm. of the game so mm-hmm. i think yeah. like i think the biggest thing for me that i like so i mean from so far we got is that it's based in the 90s i think that's yeah probably the coolest decision they could have yeah. made well and we're like we're like just getting to that point where like i think 90s nostalgia is really gonna yeah it's off. gonna take off yeah yeah exactly like um like people like captain like, marvel was big 90s nostalgia. yeah but i mean i mean you don't get too many 90s. We're still riding the 80s nostalgia. I yeah. Think, but. Well, like, Gen Z ears are starting to say, man, I wish I grew up in the I 90s. I wish I was 90s. born in the 90s. Yeah. Like, you know? God. So, um, yeah. I know. Way to make you, way to make us feel old, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, this, yeah, this was the only thing we needed to add because it literally, like, just came yeah. out the next day after we done We thought it was really recording. important to bring it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. Um, so, I guess, to wrap it up, before we go back to our previously recorded podcast, uh, so, Drew, what are, like, your, like, impressions of it and then, like, your hopes for it? And then we'll go to Emma and then I'll, I'll finish it off. So, I think I've kind of already – I've already kind of spoken on this. But, yeah, basically I just want – I just want it to be a good – I just want it to be a good movie. But first and foremost, I wanted to – like I said, I wanted to kind of focus on the claustrophobic atmosphere and kind of make me feel as if I was playing the video game. Like, give me, give me that sort of visceral feeling that they're talking about. Uh, I love the cast – um i'm i'm hoping that with this kind of talent on board that they're going to be able to produce something actually wonderful yeah i i couldn't agree more i think that um ultimately at the end of the day i think a good piece of media is the most important thing yeah you know um so if it's written well it looks good the casting looks good too i agree um acting directing all of it's got to work um, and yeah, I also just want something that makes me, you know, feel a little nostalgic for the games, maybe. Yeah. Something that captures the feeling of the games better than the old movies did. 
Um, and the characters, you know, these are beloved characters that uh, haven't been done good yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, in, um, in a movie. Done in, a movie. in a movie. In a movie. Yeah. Well, it's debatable in the games. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, for me, um, you know what I feel like? I feel like, you remember in uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows when he's like, how dare you stand where he stood? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> But in an ironic way, because I love how trashy the original movies are, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, you're gonna try to make it too serious. Yeah, well, I think but, I think you know, the I old think movies will feel a little bit better if there's a good piece of media. Like also, like yeah. it'll be a good. No, the, yeah, I don't know. I I just recently went and bought up bought most of the old movies. Yeah, <laughs> for like two bucks. No, I think yeah, I, I think uh, I understand what you're saying. Like the old movies, I think will always kind of be there as like that sort of like cheesy B movie type. Yeah. Uh, kind of uh, in- enjoyable even in, in its faults. Yeah. But I, I really hope that this is actually a successful uh, in terms of both quality and um, profit Yeah. Um, for the yeah. franchise. Yeah, and like I said, I, I like the cast. I really like who they got as Jill. I like who they got as Claire. Mm-hmm. I'm not, maybe I'm not so sold on the Leon yeah. I don't know much yeah. about You're gonna Robbie, have to wait and yeah, Robbie Amell about being Chris. He's, he's got it. He's got um, the Chris. I like Dad. Tom Hooper a lot. I'm excited yeah. that Dick Odd's getting a shot. Our Luther, if you're an Umbrella Academy fan. Yeah. Which, I mean, I love Umbrella Academy, so I'm excited to see him uh, not in a gorilla suit. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, I'm uh, I'm down. Probably won't see it until yeah. maybe, I'm going to guess, 2022, maybe 2023. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, just, you know. These movies yeah. take a really long time yeah. to make you. Yeah, and then just COVID, you yeah. know. Yeah. Setting so, like, back. and everything's already been pushed back. Like, they pushed back Dune to 2021 mm-hmm. and then pushed back Batman to 2022. Yeah. Um, I think, like, all the Marvel movies got pushed back a whole other year. Uh, you know, so all these big movies are getting, so, like, it's going to be, like, it, where's Resident Evil going to have a time to right. to be in mm-hmm. theater, you know? So, I think the best it shot would be. theatrical, not Netflix. It's theatrical. This is theatrical. Yeah. Cool. So I want to say October 2023, book it now. That's <laughs> when we will see the new Resident Evil with that this seems cast. That like but, good. But I think overall, I think we're all kind of feeling optimistically about this new take on yeah. Survivor. The director Horror. and the lack of write, the writer's credit concerns me. Yeah. Cast does not concern me. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll, we'll all go back right. now. Bye. <laughs> So I guess this brings us to the animated movies, which I have actually not seen. I've lot, never seen the animated movies. There's a lot movies. of Leon. But yeah. are they uh, are they more connected to the? Yes. Yeah, they're all okay. there. I think they're all. They all take place. Don't they take place after four or like before, like shortly before? I don't four? remember. I don't remember when they take place. The only one I think I might know is I think Vendetta might take place after six. Don't quote me. Because it's, it's been a really long. Because uh, Leon and Chris already know each other at that point. Yeah. Um, which they met in six. Mm-hmm. So. Well, actually, there's also I, okay. I don't know if this actually led to the meeting, but in Code Veronica, um. I believe Claire sends a message from Rockford Island to both Chris and Leon. Oh. So I don't know if they like got connected somewhere along the, like during that incident as well. But no, uh, so they. I mean, so uh, we can say we can say that I think one and two, the first two movies, take place between four and six. Yeah. 
and then probably be- probably honestly closer to four because yeah. Leon looks significantly younger mm-hmm. and he he mm-hmm. looks pretty old and six. Yeah. Um, and then um, Vendetta. Ven- a Vendetta takes place after that. Uh, only three movies, or yeah, there's only three at this point. Yeah. Um, they uh, so I've only seen the first and third one. I haven't seen the second one. I've heard the second one's pretty bad. Mm. Um, but uh, so which ones your of the three of the two you've seen? So it, it's really hard because like so one the first movie is super okay like it's 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 like the it's like the biggest that was fine yeah will ever because it's like it's a super run the mill plot where it's like it's Leon I think Claire's in it too I don't mm-hmm. remember what she does um and then there's also this other girl in it who uh it it, it seems like it's almost a borderline rehash of re2 but like less stuff happens yeah because it's like her brother the new character's brother ends up becoming like a tyrant i think oh wow um and he looks he if i remember correctly he looks almost exactly like uh like g infected birkin he has like the giant Mm. eye and all Mm -hmm. that stuff um so it's like it's pretty like let's just rehash re2 yeah but in Um, movie form with uh with a grown woman instead of sherry i guess yeah <laughs> um i mean i guess i guess you calling it fine i guess is the best compliment you can give it after going through the live action movies right like yeah like it's fine <laughs> yeah like it doesn't it doesn't you know and then uh i i don't remember it. the only literally the only thing i know about uh damnation i think that's the second movie is that ada's in it and she's <laughs> she's cool she does her ada things <laughs> she uh she does odd Odd, uh, you mean odd. she does cartwheels? She does and cartwheels. something really mysterious and, <laughs> and conflicting, and then disappears for like three hours, uh, and then comes back and doesn't say. Makes same Leon thing. think he's finally gonna get it, and then <laughs> fucks off for twenty years. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then Vendetta is like Vendetta is wild. Vendetta is a wild ride, and I uh, that's the only one I probably recommend watching because it's insane. Like, really? It's what happens? Yeah, it's like. Uh, Chris, Leon, and Rebecca, which that's cool if you like Rebecca. Which I don't, is she from? She's, Resident okay, Hill so Zero. she was, well, she was in the first game, too. Well, okay, like, yeah, that's so. That's where I think more people, because I don't think as many people played RE0, because it's yeah. not as critically acclaimed. So basically the plot of the first game, Sergio. There's two, it's it's like RE2, where yeah. there's two storylines. Story yeah. One, one you play as Chris, the other play as Jill. So, like, mm-hmm. Alpha Team is sent in to find Bravo team. Yeah. Rebecca is a part of. I remember um, RE1 just a little bit. Yeah. Rebecca's like Chris's main partner, I guess, on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like Jill has Barry. Yeah. And then uh, Rebecca is Chris. Barry abandons. Although she doesn't do jack shit for Chris. Yeah. (laughs) Because like, like Barry leaves you ammo, leaves you herbs in the safe rooms. He's a good partner, right? Rebecca does jack all. So then she's in. She's the main character of Re Zero. Well, she's she's got like what's his name Billy, right? Uh, yeah, Billy. Bert, Billy, not Bi- Billy Burton. That's Barry Burton, right? Billy, Billy. something. <laughs> he's not Billy. very important. Billy, Billy. It's like Steve from Code Veronica. Yeah, you kind of just forget about. He's him. He's literally in one game and then he just fucks off. Yeah. <laughs> so then he's um, like an outlaw, right? Yeah. Well, no, he's uh, he was he was a U.S. Army soldier. Uh, that was wrongfully committed of a war crime. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and so he's actually being sentenced to uh, execution when you find him. Oh. And so, like, the whole game is, like, Rebecca being like, 
no, you're a convict. I can't trust you. Okay, here, take this gun and watch my back since there's zombies around. <laughs> <laughs> so she's in the movie? She's in, she's in the third movie, yeah. Yeah, so that's like, I mean, that's cool, I yeah. guess. I don't remember what she does. It's mostly just like the Kristen Leon show from my memory. Did you do backflips? Um, no, but like, it, it, I think if I remember, it's like New York gets infested with like a virus oh and like God. a shit, like thousands of people die. Man, they really oh. predicted 2020, didn't they? <laughs> It's like, it's like insane. It's, insane. it's like the biggest body count in the franchise, I think, uh-huh. is in that movie. And it's crazy because, like, in six, six has a pretty high body count. The game? Yeah, just because, like, it's, I think in six, it's like a well, worldwide. Yeah, there's, outbreak. it's a global phenomenon yeah. happening, uh-huh. like, in six. Um, so, but in, but in, in, in Vendetta, it's like, I think a lot of people die because of like collateral damage. Yeah, too. Con- confirmed. Like, there's like there's like buildings that explode yeah. and like and and I if I remember also it's like they just have like no like they don't give any thought to like oh we're just gonna kill all these people. <laughs> Raccoon City never heard of it. Never heard of her. <laughs> but it's like I think they I think. I don't remember exactly how it ends. I think a lot of the people who are still alive get cured eventually. That's good. That's so, nice. Yeah, it makes you feel really great for all those people that they killed. I don't remember, though. It's it, That movie came out a while ago. <laughs> Sounds like GTA, but like but Resident Evil. Yeah, the, the, gloves, <laughs> the gloves came off when they made that movie. That's like a good I hope... Movie. Um, hey, check it out. I hope, I hope Netflix, considering... Um, and this will probably segue into our next topic. Considering that Netflix is developing a new Resident Evil show, I hope that it, and theoretically two, two Resident Evil shows, two Resident Evil shows, but one animated that theoretically takes place in the same universe as these animated movies. Hopefully, these animated movies come to Netflix in the near future. Yeah, where can you get them now? You mm. guys DVD. <laughs> I streaming anywhere? I watched it in. A t- I watched the first one in ten parts on YouTube. There you go. <laughs> They were just, like, um, chopped up by, like, 15 minutes, basically. I don't remember where I watched the third one. It might have been on, like, a rental. I don't, I don't know. I think you can rent them. Redbox. They're also not super hard to find, either. Like, they're they're around. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of, like I said, that kind of segues into our next topic, because we're going to be talking about the Netflix shows now. Um, so, so the first one is going to be an animated, animated. show. Yep. So I guess we're coming up on like twenty something new twenty five years. Uh, is that right? Since mm-hmm. the original, it is game. the late nineties. Sounds about 19, right. I think it's like nineteen ninety six. Sounds about right. So for the twenty fifth year anniversary, twenty twenty one is the twenty fifth year anniversary. They're they're releasing a bunch of more Resident Evil content. Probably Resident Evil eight. The first game released in nineteen ninety six. So Resident Evil eight, and then also in twenty twenty one for the twenty fifth year anniversary. Resident Evil, Infinite Darkness, a Netflix animated show. It's 3D anime, and it follows Leon and Claire. Yeah. And they released a teaser trailer, which came out uh, last week. Yeah. September 27th. So, yeah. Uh, besides the fact that we know that Leon and Claire are in it, yeah. we don't know when or where it takes place. It was literally just a money shot of Leon's face firing a pistol into a zombie's <laughs> head. I thought it was Claire like walking into a house. Oh, Chris yeah, yeah. Chris in it too? I think so. I think Chris I, think I haven't heard there. anything about I Chris's thought, involvement. I, don't know. I thought he was in the, trailer. the only The only two characters that, that are confirmed to be in it are uh, that I've heard are Leon and Claire. Yeah. 
I'm just like, what about Jill? What happened to Jill? Yeah. I've been waiting. We'll never like, know. I've been man. waiting for like ten years to find out what happened. Dude, to Jill. she is like, she's she's either dead or like she is in Australia. So how, how did her story so, end in Resident like, Evil? Like literally, 5? so you get her back and she's like, she's like kind of fucked up, right? Yeah. So she's like, her hair got like bleached by like whatever mm-hmm, yeah. was done to her. So she's like blonde. She looks very sickly, but she can do some crazy martial arts moves now. Yeah. Um, she's probably also got like, she was probably, I, I think she had some kind of experimentation or something mm-hmm. done on her too. Yeah. Um, but like the last thing you ever see, hear from her is you help, you help, uh, Chris and Sheva, uh, that's your partner in RE5. Mm-hmm. Um, you fire a rocket launcher at Wesker and blow them up and then that's uh, it. Not just one rocket launcher, like, two, two rocket launchers. Oh, and then you never see her again? You never see her again. Weird. She wasn't, she wasn't like even she mentioned wasn't in, in six. She wasn't even mentioned in six. Yeah. Like they mentioned Claire, and Claire's yeah. gotten a game since then. Yeah. She was in Revelations 2, which I heard wasn't very good. The RE3 remake is literally the first time we've seen Jill in a game since RE5. Since RE5. Wow. Yeah, and it's not even like like people are like they just want to know what happened to her. Yeah. Like literally like <laughs> I mean, I guess re- did she retire? Did she get up she end up marrying Chris? Did she I mean, Probably I guess, not. I guess technically Revelations 1 came out between RE5 and mm, RE3 well, remake, but it, it takes place canonically before Revelations. Yeah. Five. Yeah, so the last if you, once you beat Revelations, yeah. um which Revelations also frustratingly enough uh ends on a big cliffhanger. Um that like like cuz this game's been out for like 10 years. It's not really spoilers. Man, for a game but called Revelations, it doesn't really reveal much. It ends with like a member of the BSAA uh, betraying everyone. Shocker. And taking the virus. It's a different virus that broke out on the cruise ship. I think she takes that. C-virus. How many letters of the alphabet do we have to go through for viruses? But she, no, she, she takes that and she like goes off. I don't know where. I don't know who. Um, probably to, probably to Wesker. I don't know. Everyone yeah. worked for Wesker at that point. And then, uh, it ends on, uh, this, the, like the after credit scene is Chris and Jill walking up to the, the Spencer, Spencer mentioned. Yeah. yeah. And huh. then it cuts to black. <sighs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna give you guys a little information about the show. And then we all, did we all watch the teaser? Did you watch it, Drew? For Infinite Darkness? Infinite yes. Darkness? Yes. yes. Okay. Is it the animated one? Yeah. 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 The animated, animated one. I don't, there's no official title for the live action besides just Resident Evil. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, so the, the show Infinite Darkness is produced and supervised by Capcom's Hiroyuki Kobayashi. And he's mm-hmm. a longtime producer of all the Resident Evil games. Yep. And he also was the main producer for the three animated films. Yep. The Degeneration, Damnation, and Vendetta. Okay. So he's producing the animated right. uh, series. And we've, so we've all watched the, the teaser. So what are some, like, I guess some maybe the theories or anything you guys got. Cause I got nothing. Cause I mean, I mean, it's like it. It really. I mean, we know so little about it. Yeah. Like you don't. I mean, if we knew when it took place, that would. From like like the character designs are they any different from the so other he, movies or games? So here's a theory. There's gonna be zombies, <laughs> and Leon well, and Claire are gonna shoot them. Son. in their heads there will likely be a new character yeah probably yeah. that has something to do with the virus or whatever i will say like leon's design and even claire's i guess they do look very similar to the first mm-hmm. movie like from the box art the first the animated, the animated movie, movie okay. i should say yeah sorry 
So, okay, so instead of theories, maybe what would be, like, your hopes? Like, what, what do you want to see from an animated show? Because it's a series, right? It's a full, you get a, we're going to get a full season yeah. of animated Resident crazy. Evil. Which is yeah. crazy. Well, okay, is this a real season or is this a four-episode season, yeah. Netflix? Um, I think, I mean, they didn't say. Yeah, they um, didn't say. Well, I mean, say. so standardly, anime seasons are 12 episodes, though yeah. that can differentiate yeah let's say eight. i'm just saying netflix just likes to twist here. the numbers well what would you prefer would you prefer like four well, episodes eight? i would prefer a full season what's like, hey how about what uh what studio is producing it because i know netflix is says it because it's an anime so it's yeah. being licensed by netflix yeah. netflix right. isn't producing this right. they're just releasing it um because that's it that's a yeah. ms entertainment don't know don't know I mean, uh, let's see what they've produced. Yeah, see what they've done. Uh, Lupin the Third. Oh, okay. Uh, Detective Conan. Oh wow. Uh, Doctor Grayman. D Grayman. D Grayman. Okay, that's a good. I mean, that's uh, a good. Sonic okay. X. How long did D Grayman? Uh, Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. D Grayman has like two hundred episodes. Oof. They've also done Western animation, including Inspector Gadget, The Real Ghostbusters, Rainbow Bride. Wait, like the '90s cartoon Inspector Gadget? Well, yeah. uh, I mean, you have to realize that a lot of um, yes. a lot of studios. Are you fucking kidding me? Even no, if it serious. wasn't yeah. developed, they can still they they often outsource yeah. animation. Batman the animated series and Spider Man the animated series. What the fuck? So like, someone in America probably did the development and then just shipped it over there for yeah. the animation and all that stuff. That's awesome. Because <laughs> if you ever watch the credits for an animated show, it's yeah. a bunch of people from like Japan or Korea under mm. the like animated section animators section. So. Okay, so it's being handled by a a prestigious anime studio. Yeah, they've done they've done good work. D Gray, I've definitely heard of D Gray Man. D Gray Man is good. And I Lupin mean, the Third. The, the problem with D Gray Man is not anything that they could have controlled. Yeah. Uh, the manga has historically been on hiatus for a very long time, so they had a really hard time yeah. producing the anime because mm-hmm. of that. So. So we could probably expect at least. I I would I mean from most animes that i've watched they usually go up to, well those kind of finish up in one season yeah. though, 20 episode seasons so we don't know if I this is going to be, be I, oh, a, sorry. sorry we don't know if this is gonna be like a mini series only like one season or if, yeah. they're, if they're planning to do more what would you what would you both like emma what, what do you want i think it's gonna be probably likely 10 to 12 episodes no more yeah i would also kind of ballpark at 10 to 12 episodes because 10 seems to be the kind of number that netflix really likes yeah and then i the only reason i would say maybe more is just because it is it is an anime, and those tend to run a little bit longer. Yeah, but it's also a CGI anime, which is a little bit harder to make. Yeah. So it might yeah, be. The there is a be... chance it might be less. It's it's yeah. going to be twenty, probably twenty three, uh, twenty three minute episodes. Yeah. Um, Quick, I mean, quickies you watch. Quickies. Um, I mean, I wonder who they're going to bring in to be the voice actors. Probably. <laughs> like from the game. I would or... love if Matt Mercer would come back, but I don't know. Who yeah. voiced him in the? Who voiced Claire and Leon in the RE? Two remakes. They they got new they got newbies for both of them. Interesting. Yeah, everyone everyone's been replaced pretty much with uh, all new actors. Newbies. Yeah, but the in six, he was, so, Leon was voiced by Matt Mercer in six. So in Resident Evil cool. Two remake, Leon is voiced by Nick Apostolidis, and Claire is voiced by Stephanie Panicello. They, I, the thing I've noticed because they did this with um they did this also with the Final Fantasy Seven remake. And a lot of these, a lot of newer games aren't really doing traditional voice talent anymore. They're getting a lot of people from uh, either conventional acting yeah. or uh, 
relatively unknowns. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in the Final Fantasy VII remake, you had like a TV actor played Cloud. Who? Uh, I don't know his name, huh. but I think he was on. I think he was on. He was on some superhero show. Is it Eris? No, it wasn't. Um, the girl who plays Tifa is in uh, Glow. Oh, um, I, she's, love, I love that show. And then she's not like one of the main characters. And then uh, Cody Christian. Yeah, Cody Christian played Cloud. And he, they were all great. And then the girl who played Aerith is like a. I don't even think she's she's not super well well known, but she is like a YouTuber. So. Yeah. She's really he's cool. In, uh, Teen Wolf. Yeah, he's he's been on TV. I think th- I think the new voice actors so. for Leon. He and is Claire... currently a rapper. Wow. I think the new voice actors for Leon and Claire actually did a really good they job. They did good. They did good. Like, and it makes sense. You know, they're young. Yeah. Um. I mean, we'll see. I guess. Um. But yeah, like, I mean, as far as like theories and like stuff like that, like, I I could make a bunch of wild accusations. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I. Like you said, the, the teaser that they gave out was like what thirty seconds. Yeah. yeah. Like literally nothing apart from the fact that Leon and Claire are both in it, and there will be zombies. I think a lot of people variety. just really want the characters to interact. Like, yeah. Because people have really wanted uh, yeah, Claire to of... meet up with Sherry again. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Uh, she didn't get to do that in six. In six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Sherry's a so oh, one of the campaigns in six is like adult Sherry Birkin. Mm-hmm. She's from. From two. From, From two. two. She's a kid. Yeah. yeah. So she's like a she's like an agent now. Um, she's immortal. She can't die. And then yeah. uh, she teams up with uh, Albert Wesker's son. Yeah, Wesker's son. He's like a mercenary. Yeah. And they kind of have some uh, romantic chemistry. Mm-hmm. So that's huh. pretty interesting. Interesting indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's one of the cooler things. That, I actually like that they did that in six. But their campaign's pretty bad from what I've seen. Oh yeah. Um, like their their campaign is basically like uh, they're being chased by a tyrant the entire time. And he's like he's like a big boy too. Like uh, every campaign besides Leon's is terrible in six. <laughs> really? Yes. Because well, they they gave Chris that like rando as his partner. Yeah, Pierre. Well, like, yeah, and Pierce. Oh, Pierce. Or Pierce. Pierce. Pierce yeah. yeah, and then they gave. Pierce, yeah. They gave. Was Although like, he does have a really sad death. Yeah, he dies. Yeah. Rip. Interesting. Um, so then I'm also curious too, like. Why the total abandonment of all those characters for the new game? For 7 and 8. I, I think know, it was just because wanted... I think they just wanted a clean slate. Yeah, yeah. so they have like, like Ethan and yeah. Mia and Zoe. Yeah. And then Chris comes at the very end. Yeah, I think, I think it really was just about kind of starting fresh. Uh-huh. And kind of like I think the real star of 7 uh, it's not about the characters, and this kind of gets back to the, f- the what the first game was. The real star of the first game uh, was the mansion itself. Yeah. And that's kind of what they were trying to do with Seven, was the environments were kind of the star. Um, and then the fan base kind of propped up Chris and Jill and then all the characters that came after as fan favorites because we liked them so much. Yeah. And, I mean, after a couple of games with Ethan, who knows? He might go down in the echelon of, like, fan favorite characters. He just know? always seemed kind of... He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. I he's mean, like yeah. a normal Joe. He's yeah. fine. He's, yeah, he's your average Joe. He's, uh... So one thing I noticed, though, did you notice that, like, they're, they're, it's been, like, 10, 15 years since RE7? What? They're, like, old... Like, one of the... I think, uh, if you, like... I watched the trailer analysis. It, it takes place, like, a really long time after, like... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. The, the girl who's reading the story... Is like Mia reading story to their kids. Huh. Yeah. So it, it takes place like at least that's what that's wow. what 
the cons- like a consensus has been. I don't know if that's hundred percent. Yeah, true. we won't know until we play it. Or yeah, that's what trailer. most people tend to think, and that's also why Chris looks so old too. Yeah, because it's been he's like fifty. Yeah, <laughs> he's like in his fifties or something. Interesting. Well, yeah, <laughs> like the thing you said about Ethan being an average Joe, though. Don't forget, like Leon was also just an average Joe. He was yeah. just a cop that got. It was his first day. <laughs> first day. He had the worst first day ever. <laughs> And then he was memefied in yeah. Resident Evil Four. So yeah, he became a legend. He be, yeah he, yeah no literally he did become a legend though. Did honestly. he ever marry the president's daughter? No, she was like sixteen, dude. Bruh. <laughs> what you get like four years later, two years later? You guys want to do some overtime? <laughs> no. He's like uh. <laughs> not okay oh we God. all know we all know that if any if if leon has eyes for anybody in resident evil 4 it's hunnigan okay yeah. come on he hits on like every woman he, he does he hits on claire he makes out with ada he uh he hits on hunnigan hey hunnigan i've never seen you without the glasses maybe i should go as leon for halloween what do you guys think you gotta do that like cheesy like yeah. do, do the hair flip yeah. like <laughs> Um, okay, so now we've talked about pretty much everything else in the Resident Evil massive media library. All right, Sergio. So, all right. So, what did you find? Let's first off. Okay, so let's talk about this Netflix show. So mm. originally, from what I can remember, a while ago, after RE six movie, the final chapter, the movie yeah. came out, there were rumors that they were actually going to reboot the movie series with. On Netflix, I think there was like a Netflix movie with James Wan. Mm-hmm. Would have been it, great. Which then that would have been awesome. That was like the rumor people was going around. Yeah. Um, and then like we didn't hear anything for a while, and then the rumor started up. Okay, Netflix is gonna do a show, and I was like, holy crap, Netflix show of Resident Evil that kind of maybe follows the first game. Yeah. That'd be that'd be a pretty good first season, and then second season you can up it with. You know, you can kind of mix two and three into one show. Mm-hmm. So you cut back and forth. That would be awesome. But then nothing for a bit. And then finally Netflix came out and I was like, here is our show. It is about two sisters and we're at two timelines and it takes place in the year 2022 and the year 2036. And it's about before the zombie outbreak and after the zombie outbreak. Oh boy. Okay. But the thing that was weird, and we're going to talk <sighs> about it, that the sisters are named Billy and Jade Wesker. Okay. Uh, how much do you know about this show so far? Like anything? Uh, I know the basic premise. That's basically what I just explained. Yeah, basically what you just explained, that's about it. I okay. remember reading it and going, well, that was, that was fun to look okay. forward to. So Wesker fucks, huh? So Netflix. Well, it might have been. It might have. He has like a brother. He has a family. I guess that's true. His, okay. his brother is like the bad guy in Revelation. Is he? Oh. Yeah. Alex. So well, there's me, Alex okay. Wesker. I'm gonna ask. There's... I'm gonna ask you guys to tell me more about Albert and all the Weskers later. I don't okay. remember the family tree. So Netflix was has ordered a first season of eight episodes that are gonna be one hour. So it's eight hours okay. of Resident okay. Evil TV movie or okay. TV show. Um, again, it's based on the Resident Evil. It's produced by the same company that produced the movies. Some like German company. They're the ones that are producing the show. Um, Andrew Dabb is overseeing the first season of the show, and Dabb is also the credited writer for the pilot. Um, he's also the writer for Supernatural. He's been writing for Supernatural. He wasn't the creator. Mm-hmm. He's been, he was writing for Supernatural for uh, basically since the beginning of the show, uh-huh. first season on. Around season 11, 
he got promoted from from just a writer to the, like the head the head showrunner. And now he was in charge of Supernatural, basically from season twelve until the final season, which was fifteen. Oh 15. boy, something so like that. He was in charge of the last like three or four seasons of Supernatural. Um, and uh, he's a huge fan of the game. Okay, so in a quote, I'm gonna quote him quick. He says, "Resident Evil is my favorite game of all time." Uh, I'm incredibly excited to tell a new chapter in this amazing story and bring the first ever Resident Evil series to Netflix. Um, for every type of Resident Evil fan, including those joining for the first time, the series will be complete with a lot of old friends and some things people have never seen before. Wait, so first series? But I thought the anime one's coming out in 2021, right? Live action. Yeah. Oh, okay. Live action. Yeah. I don't know when the, the the show I think is in production, so probably be twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two. They don't okay. have like any yeah anything to do with each other. Um, and the first episode is directed by uh, Broen Hughes. She's a famous TV director. She's been around directing a lot of shows. She directed on Supernatural. Okay. She also directed on The Walking Dead, and the Breaking Bad shows, okay. and Thirteen Reasons Why, The Good Doctor. Right. She has lots of lots of TV credits. Like, okay. She directed lots of TV shows. She also directed a couple of movies, and uh, one of the movies is Harriet the Spy Hell from yeah. 1996. What? Hell She's yeah. director of Harriet, Harriet the Spy. <laughs> um, what is this? Have you never heard of Harriet the Spy? No. It's like a Nickelodeon movie of this like girl, and um, I think it was a book. Is it a book? I don't I know. Think she's it like was. A, she's like don't a detective. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like get a clue. Yeah. But uh, lame. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! So, uh, so, so she's gonna be the one directing it. The first couple of the first two episodes, and that's important because usually the director of the first two episodes of a show kind of establishes the look of the show yeah. for the rest of the way. Right. Sets so, the tone. Yeah. So she's gonna set the tone for the show. So my guess is probably gonna be with what I'm seeing here. We're probably gonna get kind of like a 13 Reasons Why look for the high school segments of the show. And then a Walking Dead look for the post-apocalyptic uh, sections of the show. Because again, this show is going to be split into two timelines, um, and you're going to cut intercut between them. So in the first timeline, you're going to see Billy and Jade Wesker as they move to what is known as New Raccoon City. Um, so that implies that so, there was so the, an old raccoon. That city. implies there is an old raccoon. So city. that implies that that happened. Yes. Yeah, and. Uh, the more time they spend there, the more time they come to realize that the town is more than it seems, concealing a dark secret. Okay. Second timeline takes place in almost a decade later, so they're adults now. Yeah. Um, there are less than 15 million people left on Earth, and there are more than 6 billion monsters. Oh, boy. So people and animals with the, are infected with the T-virus. And Jade, okay. who's now in her 30s, struggles to survive in this new world. Ooh. While the secrets of her past about her sister and her father and herself continue to haunt her. I guess R.I.P. Billy. Yeah. <laughs> so that is the breakdown, the basic breakdown. You know what it sounds like? It sounds a lot like It. Like It? Yeah, the two timelines. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to me, I feel like it sounds like, why having why have your focus be on teenagers? It's almost like a Stranger Things thing going on. Yeah. Too. yeah that's probably what they're trying to do. Yeah. And I bet to... you, I bet you there's going to be like, I don't know what decade. It's probably 90s. 2022. 2020. So. It's taking place like sort of in the modern day. Yeah. So like, wait, when is the high school era? 2022. Oh. And then the okay. future stuff is 2036. Because yeah. I was going to say, if you wanted to do some like sick, uh, some sick 2000s nostalgia. No, yeah. yeah. It's going to take place modern. Like, okay. <laughs> so then again, allegedly someone here 
found the script for the pilot episode or allegedly or allegedly TikTok references yeah allegedly um so the and so the first it's only the first episode it's 60 pages is uh, what I, what the person allegedly uh me allegedly what i allegedly read you allegedly <laughs> was that um it was the fifth draft okay. of the script that was written in october of was it allegedly the fifth draft no it said fifth draft only. okay okay um and it really all you gotta do take a five minute google search you find it allegedly it's take leaked. a five minute google search. allegedly um allegedly. again so like i said i read the script i read 60 pages i'm like okay andrew draft andrew dab He's clearly a huge fan of the original games. Allegedly, clearly a huge no, no, fan no. of the original it, games. Like, clearly he is, um, because the dialogue is just as bad as some of the old games. Great. It was some of the worst dialogue I've ever read in a script. Maybe you, the master of unlocking, can make use of it. Yeah. Okay, so like, like I was saying, um, we're going to break down, kind of do like moments and stuff, and I'm also going to kind of throw some like, you guys think this really happened okay. in the script, or do you guys think this was fake? Okay. Okay, so Billy and Jade Wesker are the main characters of the sh- first episode, at least. Right. Um, so there's two timelines. The first episode is narrated by adult Billy, but we actually don't see her in the script at all. Okay. Like, she never appears as the adult version. She's only the narrator. Okay. Uh, so the main focus is actually on Jade. So Jade is the main focus of the first episode, okay? So the show is actually going to start us off in the future. So we're actually going to see the world... Post-apocalyptic. We have adult Jade. Uh, the year is twenty thirty-six, and Jade is studying what they call zeros. So zeros are people that were infected with the zero strand of the T virus. Ooh. So they're just basically normal zombies. Okay, that's it. So um, all they want to do is eat and spread the virus. But now the virus can spread by blood. So like if you okay. if you it's coming like kind of like 20, yeah. 28 days later yeah, yeah. you guys like you, mm-hmm. any any kind of contact yeah. with the blood you get infected yeah so she is studying a herd she's like a like a like a professor or something because she works for a university so in this world there's actually governments have actually reestablished so there's whole countries now that are different countries um, throughout the world and there's also okay. some cities that are kind of like standalone remnants of the past that still function okay. kind of like uh kind of like the last of us yeah so like um. For example, in the script, there was like Boston. It was an example of that's still a city that's still Boston. It's so still, yeah, I like the last like one. Yeah. <laughs> but then also there's like a whole new country, like that's completely the whole like west coast of the U.S. is one whole new country. That, okay. They gave it some name, I don't remember the name. Um, so she works for this uh, university in London, which also is now a standalone independent okay. thing. And uh, so she her, her her whole purpose in that first couple pages of the script is she's trying to see if zombies are getting smarter mm-hmm. so it's so it starts off with day 81 of her studying the zeros and the script is written so weird so like he will like in in the script to actually put if something happening is a reference to the game so i guess to kind of let the person reading it know like okay this is a reference to resident evil one resident evil yeah. or whatever um he also put like little moments where like there's a rabbit and she pricks its ear so it's bleeding so all the zombies come out from the woods and the rabbit like es- like escapes and he puts yeah. like yeah or yay rabbit escapes <laughs> right i think because like the audience is supposed to be like That's supposed to relieved feel, yeah. yeah so then um so here's my first little okay little thing I so there's a scene there's a part in the script where she's uh thinking about the zombie and she's like where are you dick face like where the where the heck are you and the zombie comes out of the woods and it looks like it has a giant dick on its face oh my god so is that do you think that was real did i make that up 
I'm gonna say it's real. Real. Yeah, it's real. That's, oh that's, no! It's, it's in the script. Oh no! So then, what? Mamma mia! <laughs> so what ends up happening is uh, the zombies do actually. Apparently, they don't really pay much attention to humans, mm-hmm. um, unless you have like blood. If you if you prick yourself, like instantly, they're like on you like sharks. Okay. Um. So she ends up falling and she cuts her leg on a rock. Yeah. Uh-huh. And when this happens, the horde just like instantly sees her and they charge at her. So then she she runs back to her campsite where she has like a tent and all these like metal pillars that kind of surround it. And she once she gets past, she hits this button, and these like laser line comes up. All the zombies run up and then they ignite on like it's like a fire circle like okay. lights up around her tent and basically cooks all the zombies alive because they're so dumb they keep running into it. Yeah. Um, and then here's another moment, real or fake? Okay. A giant caterpillar breaks out from underneath. It's affected with the T virus. It kind of knocks, destroys her whole uh, tent area, and then tries to eat her. Oh man! That would technically be a reference to to the to three games. Yeah, like in the games, like uh, mm-hmm. they've got like diggers and crawlers and stuff like and, that. And they have like in I think uh, like the alligator too. Yeah, yeah. So is that real? I say it's real. <sighs> I, yeah, I'm gonna go with real. I it think. is real. Yeah. Right, so it destroys her tent and it knocks her unconscious. Then it tries to eat her. Um, when we transition, we transition to here's the transition point. The first transition point. So she's knocked unconscious by the caterpillar that's coming up on her. We transition to modern day on a caterpillar. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So then, um, in the past, most of the script takes place in the year 2022. So okay, I would say like 60% of the script is the teenagers, <clears throat> and then 40% mm-hmm. of that script is her. So she's unconscious, and yeah. uh, now we're back in the past timeline with the teenagers. So Billy and Jade are 14. Okay. Um, they have a pet chihuahua named Pablo. They're twins, but they are not. They don't look alike. What's that called? Um, fraternal. They're fraternal yeah. twins. Um, and they're being moved to this n- a new city called uh, Raccoon City 2. Actually, not New Raccoon City. God. Wait, what? So, really? so it, they put it, a it, number it, after it? Really? So it, it actually, it, this is the fifth draft, and they released that statement later. It might have changed from Raccoon City 2 to New Raccoon City. Okay. So for now, we'll just say, in the script, it's called Raccoon City 2. I think renaming your city after one that yeah. had, like, a mass apocalypse and you nuked so it is a little... the story uh, is yeah. that yeah. the original Raccoon City was a manufacturing city, and there was a manufacturing accident, and one of the plants exploded right. and killed everybody. Right, right, so right. Is that a thing that they did in the games? Uh, I don't know if that was the exact cover story they gave, but, um, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I forget what the exact cover story Because they nuked it. They, they did nuke that. it, yeah. Okay, so then here, um, they're being dragged, their, their dad got a new job it, for Umbrella, and their father's name is actually, it's actually Albert Wesker. Oh, boy. So their dad is Albert Wesker, the villain from the game. Oh, boy. Um, and... So he technically, Wesker he, he has not had sex with anybody because both of his, tw- his Are twins, they clones? they're surrogates. Oh. They were, um, it, so the reason why they don't look alike is because it was two different eggs from two different women okay. put inside of a surrogate woman and then whatever with his sperm. Yeah. And that's how they were born. So Wild. Yeah. So again, here's another, is this real or fake? Okay. Albert makes references to past events. He mentions things like he's actually returning back to work with Umbrella. 
they mentioned the 1998 incident and uh albert also has to talk about how awesome kombucha is he has to like he's forced to talk no, about he, how no he just talks about how awesome it is. Oh, okay. is he fake yeah i mean because I... I want it to be false <laughs> and i'll explain why what you don't think albert wesker's favorite drink is kombucha I don't know. If, I don't know if he needs sustenance anymore. <laughs> I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around like him growing up with these two teenage daughters and then and then being like, "Daddy, why can I spout biomutation appendages from my body?" Wait, does he still have the? Like, did they inherit the Ouroboros? <laughs> I'm like... pretty sure they did, or they invo- they at least inherited probably the T virus. Um, so is it real or fake? Oh God! I'm gonna say it's. I'm gonna say it's real. It is real. God, it's yeah. actually it. in the script. He loves him some kombucha. Uh, he talks about... He needs all coming, that bacteria. He talks about coming back to Umbrella. Um, so apparently Umbrella is actually in trouble with some recent incidences. So he's hired back to fix it. And they talk about the year 1998 a lot and how the what happened in 98 and that issue. Yeah. And there's also an issue happening in Spanish-speaking towns as well. Okay, well, so of this, course there so is. So this, this takes place... Or the modern day takes place between uh, Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 4 then. Well, because it takes place definitely after 98 is when yeah. Resident Evil 2 takes place. Yeah. And that's when Raccoon City 2 is destroyed. Well, yeah. and then and then all oh, the first game takes place like a year yeah. or two before that, right? 96, yeah. yeah. But what were you going to mention about things you didn't want? <laughs> okay, I just think it's really weird. Like, he's got to be like 60 if this is like in-game, like... Uh-huh. In game canon, yeah, because he like, was like what forty. He he had to have been in his forties during. And the these first kids are fourteen. Game. They're fourteen in this in this like, time. Yeah. Like he had to have been in his forties during the first game, and I like when did he have time? Like unless no, 16, they're clones, or sixteen. Unless they're clones, or like they were. I mean, but you said they were surrogates. Yeah, so. that's how it's explained in the script, at least. Like it, it, it just seems a little weird. Well, what what year did was Resident Evil Five supposed to take place? In? I guess he's like. I thought it was supposed to take place in like twenty ten or something. I don't know. Like, when I, around the time it came out. Well. Because, like, as far as I'm aware, the Resident Evil games have been pretty, until now, they've been pretty, like, the mainline games have been in tune with the yeah. year that they're supposed to take place in. Yeah. Like, 4 takes place in, like, 03 or whenever it came out. Mm-hmm. 5 takes place in whatever oh, year you're it saving, came out. Oh, you're saving um, George Bush's daughter? No. <laughs> Technically. No. Alternate universe. <laughs> no Bush. It would have been funny if it was like one of the Bush twins or both the Bush <laughs> twins. Uh, great stuff. Um, so I guess while you're looking that up, I kind of, I kind of want to talk a little bit about Albert, and you can tell me how um, how close he resembles um, the game character. He's kind of a pushover. His daughters walk all over him. He wears like sweaters, like you know, like typical like dad like. That's sweaters. fake as fuck. No, this is real. I'm not, this is not a game. This is real. What? Yeah. yeah he talks about how awesome that is. Not he Lester. has to have like memory loss. He has. He, he they have, like I said, he loves the Chihuahua. He's trying like so. Him and Billy have a really good relationship, like a good like father daughter relationship. But him and Jade don't. So the whole first episode is like, how can I connect to Jade? So wait, okay. It's like a dad. He's not wearing sunglasses. Twenty four seven. No. I wonder what happened to his glowing orange eyes. So what year did the Resident Evil 5 take place? Uh, I'm still looking it up. <laughs> That's pretty much how Albert is. So he's not really intimidating. Because so... like he 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 dies in that game. And he In five? Yeah. Yeah, he has not come back like since. 
Maybe that's when maybe he comes back later. That's why. Well, then he can't have amnesia because he comes back to Umbrella. He fell into a volcano, Sergio. I don't know. Played five. Yeah, he uh, he. Oh, no, man. I mean, he, he talks about returning to Umbrella, not... Nah. I mean, I guess there's always the chance uh, that, you know, it's like alternate canon. Resident Evil 5 takes place... But I'm going off the assumption... 2009. Yeah, so around the time it came out. So I'm going off the assumption that this is at least somewhat... Alternate in some way? It has to be. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. it's in-game canon, then it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So then, again, moving to a new town called Raccoon City 2, or New Raccoon City, if that's what they changed it to. It's built on the older remains of what used to be Raccoon City. God. Um, really? it's, more, it's more suburban. So it's like a lot of neighborhoods, stuff like that. Um, has its own high schools and stuff like that. It has its own shopping centers and parks. Um, it's all built around the Umbrella facilities. So like Umbrella has a bunch of like campuses around, and it's like how everything surrounds it. I kind of think like and everything's really stepford wisey so like all the houses kind of look the same and stuff like mm-hmm. that okay um so billy the that daughter she's a vegan she likes to protect animals is it against animal testing she actually got kicked out of her old school due to freeing all the frogs that were supposed to be dissected the next day again she's very nice and she's very quiet and again her and albert have a really good father-daughter relationship meanwhile jade has a lot of anger issues She's really sarcastic. She talks about Zootopia porn. Oh, man. Um, that sounds like Albert Wesker if I've ever heard him. They, they <laughs> love to text also. They text each other all the time. Um, she's like almost emo. But she also likes to go out and talk to boys. And she loves boys. She talks about how cute boys So are. she's kind of like a rebel. Yeah, like a rebel and stuff like that. So you got one that's like um, more like vegan and feminine. And then one's like more tomboyish but loves boys and yeah. stuff. So and she gets a lot of fights, like fights and stuff. Okay. So the script we follow the very first day of school at the high school. Uh, I don't know what the school is named, but it could be like uh, Raccoon Raccoon High or something. I don't know. <laughs> Doctor Oswald uh, E. Spencer Memorial so, High School. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a, a major chunk of the, of the of this section takes place in the high school. Okay. It's all around high school drama, like oh, being the boy. new kids in the school, and they feel isolated. Um, Jade instantly like has friends like she instantly makes friends with those boys that she like was talking to and stuff like that um, while meanwhile Billy is like more um, isolated right the fuck is this Degrassi Resident Evil <laughs> yeah again again, it's more like a um, high school drama, like a high school drama. Um, and then uh, so this is another one here is real or fake right so Billy actually becomes friends with a kid whose last name is Redfield and they call him I'm gonna say true, I guess. I mean, it's it. That's not that egregious, I guess. Um, I'm still gonna. I'm gonna say fake. That is fake. Okay. 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 I mean, that wouldn't be the worst thing. Like, I, that wouldn't. Like, yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, like, already kind of weird out. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think Lester's that was gonna be that egregious. Like, yeah. I don't think it's. It could theoretically, like, I'm. I, I could see either Claire or Chris having children. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, mm-hmm. Billy gets bullied a lot at school. There's this girl, there's this character named Tammy that likes to pick on her. And um, uh, Billy tries to like, uh, she like makes fun of her because she's kind of a big girl. Mm-hmm. So then they, um, have you talked to her? What? Okay, sorry. I'll, 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 I'll turn off. Okay, okay, so then the same. Billy, she gets um, bullied by this girl named Tammy, who's like kind of like a fat girl in the script. Okay. And then Billy makes fun of her, and everyone laughs at her. 
And the next day at school, Billy comes back and is like, hey, I want to apologize for what I said. It wasn't cool. You know, I'm sorry. Can we, like, maybe water on the bridge be friends? That girl, like, shoves a burrito on her face, right? And this pisses Jade off. So then Jade sticks up for her sister, and there's a part where in the script where she dresses up in the school mascot, which is a raccoon. And she goes in the girl's restroom with a giant rock and then beats the girl's face into her nose breaks. What? Yeah. Really? That's fucked, man. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, that, that like, that's traditional, like, Albert Wesker mentality <laughs> yeah. though, right there. So, I mean, honestly, like, I expect that from a child of Wesker. Yeah. <laughs> so then Billy ends up getting in trouble because she's the only student that's having conflict with the girl, yeah. and Tammy. So she's going to get suspended and the parents are going to, uh, Tammy, are going to press charges on her and uh-huh. Albert. Uh, but then Albert comes in and he's a higher up at Umbrella. Yeah. And everybody, all the parents of the students, they work for Umbrella, right? Like right. Everyone, everyone in the town works for Umbrella. So I'll, here in this moment, Albert's actually intimidating. And he's like, he's like, you're not going to do this and stuff like that. He's like, cause he's like, uh, oh. he's like you, one, you'll lose your job. And then two, you won't also lose your job. You won't have any, like no other company will hire you. Because, so it's all a cover. Yeah. It's actually maniacal. So, okay. um, so then, uh, <laughs> so uh, weird. Billy's like, this is like a side of my dad. I've never seen before. Right. Yeah. And then immediately after it's over, uh, he's like being pushed over by Billy and Jade. It's weird. So it's like, he's intimidating, but then when his daughters just walk all over him, that is really weird. So, okay. He's, he's never been yeah. sensitive. No, or, he has not. He's always been, I think like, well, I think it might, it might, be a cover. It, he's probably trying to take on the airs of being a good dad and stuff yeah. like that. But, but, you know? Maybe in public, but even in private. Like, there's a scene where he's like having a meeting on an iPad or whatever, and Billy and Jade walk in, and Jade's like upset because he forgot to take one for school. He's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. You know, forgive well, me." And she takes the iPad and smashes it. I mean, imagine like though. Imagine like if he's like grooming them essentially to become uh-huh. like him. Essentially, maybe, like maybe. like yeah. like he can't. He can't. He can't be, um, you know, hard, hard yeah. head dad. You know, like he's got to. He's got to take like, Wesker is is insane. He's psychotic, but he's also smart. Yeah. So like, he if he needs to like feign appearances, then he will do that. Yeah, but it's also funny though because like even when he was like the stars captain, he was like. I mean, Creepy yeah. as hell. I like, mean, yeah. Like, you're not like... shocked that he betrays you because. Creepy. Also, I'm like, I'm, I'm, yeah, like the whole timeline. I'm still, the, yeah. I have questions still because, like, Umbrella was supposed to have been Dis- like disbanded, disbanded, yeah. or like defunded, essentially in like 2007, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. or like when it b- slightly before Resident Evil. 4. Like, I know there's like Neo Umbrella now or yeah. whatever in the newer games, but I. But still this don't doesn't un- sound like Neo. I still Umbrella. don't understand where that came from. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't think they've explained that yet. No, they no, haven't. No, I don't. No. I don't think we're gonna get answers no. on that really. All right, but so um, Billy doesn't get in trouble. The parents don't press charges, and uh, Billy actually gets an extra day off of school, just because. Like Billy or Jade? Billy. Oh, Jade, Jade didn't get in so, trouble. Yeah, Jade, Jade didn't get in trouble because she was in the in the costume, yeah. right? Oh. And because Billy was the only one who had a problem. Yeah. With Tammy, oh, they think it was okay. Billy. Yeah. I I missed that part. Yeah. So, but Billy is pissed at Jade because Billy knows that it was Jade that did it. Like, she knows for a fact. Yeah. So, she won't talk to her. So, then here, we actually transition back to 2036. I was about to um, say, damn. Jade is about to get eaten by the caterpillar. Um, but then this group of scavengers come in. They kill the caterpillar. They shoot the caterpillar dead. 
and they rescue her. So then Jade wakes up in the new base, and um, it's, a sca- it's a scavenger base. Uh, she's broken a few ribs, but otherwise she's okay, right? And then she comes out, and the scavenger is like, "Welcome to the base to show her around." And what it is is like a bunch, it's like like a wall surrounding the base. Yeah. And they take her up on top of the wall, and they show her like we're actually surrounded by like hundreds of zeros. So that we only really we come out every now and then. So we're really lucky we got you, kind of thing. Um, and so then you find out that actually zeros can actually also track by smell. So they they lose their eyesight, and they have a smell for blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And it turns out that um, let's see, is this real or fake? Jade is actually branded. So they when they rescued her, they saw a tattoo and said RCO2, meaning that she was an original survivor from the Raccoon City Two album. True. Oh, is this like a true yeah. flaw? Okay. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So then, um, she meets new characters named uh, where is it? Yen and Tate, and they're British scavengers. It's again, they're British, and they show around. She, they, she learns. We learn about the T virus. We learn about the T virus here and how it, how it infects people, and then we also learn about the other governments in the world that formed. And they have they have these giant walls that separate them from the undead creatures. So it's like mm-hmm. Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. uh, World War Z. I was about to say I'm getting like World War yeah. Z vibes from this right now. Yeah, and Umbrella actually does control some of the government. <sighs> so back and then we go back to 2022. Um, uh, Albert's having a heart to heart with Billy about school and bullying and Jade and how, how how he could be a better dad for Jade and like how to connect with Jade. Yeah, um, and all that stuff, right? Uh, and then so it's like a close-up shot, like a close-up, like a two-shot. And then yeah. actually, in the script it describes that it pans out, and you see him. He's actually drawing blood on Billy. Hmm. So he's drawing blood. Okay. And um, Albert takes the vials of blood, and we don't know why. And then Jade, uh, he's gonna go take Jade's blood, but then Jade's already out, and he already has the vials. So he's like, I did it myself, and she gives to him. So then Billy and Jade talk, kind of talk about it, um, and they don't, they don't know why he does it. Um, they maybe they joke that he might be a vampire and just drinks their blood or whatever. So then we see Albert. He studies their blood in the lab. So he's like studying their blood and they're taking notes. Yep. And then he injects himself with their blood. Okay. Okay. So then on Billy's day off, she gets to spend time with her dad at Umbrella. So she goes to Umbrella and you get to see how Umbrella works and stuff like that. And she goes to have lunch with her dad. So while waiting for her dad, she sees there's actually a room filled with rabbits and cages. Okay. And this upsets her because her dad had always promised her that the umbrella never did animal testing and they've actually won a bunch of PETA awards. So that night, Jade is like super pissed. and Not Jade, Billy. Super pissed. Yeah. And Jade goes to ask for forgiveness. and like, hey, I'm sorry for what I did. You know, I didn't mean to get you in trouble and whatever. And Billy's like, I'll forgive you if you help me break into umbrella to release the rabbits. Oh, okay. man. They're gonna they're gonna cause the outbreak. I'm yeah. calling it now. So then we then cut back to the future. No. <laughs> and, no. Uh, we cut back to the future. It's a really short segment here in the future. It turns out that Yin and Tate are have betrayed Billy because they called Umbrella, and Umbrella shows up and it's like this big like fat guy in a like in a tuxedo <laughs> or a suit or whatever. He like almost falls out of the Chris? airplane. He almost like falls out of the airplane. His, his name is like Baxter or something. Baxter. Yeah. And um, uh, Tate's like, yeah, she's over there and stuff like that. And he's like, okay, good. And then he shoots him. And they, all, all the Umbrella um, soldiers, like, gun everybody down. Oh, wow. 
But then we go back to the Classic past. Umbrella. And Billy and Jade are in a, it's a montage of them getting ready to break into Umbrella. So they steal their her dad's key card. They uh, Umbrella is like voice activated to get in. So you have to be like, introduce who you, who you are. Mm-hmm. So um, they use a, voice, a voicemail message like, Hi, this is Albert Wesker. Please leave a message. Yeah. They they take that and they cut off the empire, so they have just Albert, Albert Wesker. Wesker yeah. yeah. And um, and they they put this is the dumbest part of the script because it really works, but they put like flashing LED lights on their hats. Uh huh. Like, Attached to their hats, to, and it like disrupts the cameras. Right. Yeah. And in the script, he actually puts, and this really works. <laughs> Look it up. It's real. It's so funny. So in this montage, is this real or fake? In this montage. They're talking about the break-in and the key cards and all that. We actually get a version of the line about like the master of unlocking. Oh my god! Between Billy and Jade. Oh my god! Is that real or fake? I'm gonna say it's real. Yeah, real. It's fake. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's Damn fake. It. Damn it! Damn actually, it! That's the okay. one I've gotten wrong. All right. So then the whole montage, they break into an umbrella. They get all the way to the rabbits, but what they don't know is actually. Um, at night when it's closed it's actually sens- uh, pressure censored uh-huh. so if anyone steps inside of certain areas an alarm goes off a silent alarm right so they accidentally trip the silent alarm okay so they get into the room with wa- rabbits and Billy starts taking pictures so she can expose Umbrella as evil animal testers because she loves the animals right so on her cell phone she's taking pictures and then while she's doing that Jay comes across old files in a computer that talk about Raccoon City 2 and Outbreaks or that also currently are happening around the world, around other umbrella facilities. Okay. Okay. So then, is this really fake? Billy opens up a giant cage. She because it's a room full of animals, right? And here, this is a huge cage, and she doesn't know what's in it. So she opens it up, and a nemesis type figure comes out. And here, he actually, the writer Andrew Dab is going to establish that. Um, this is kind of the creature that that's going to hunt the girls in the time in this timeline. Like it's kind of like the series antagonist. I'm gonna say real. Say real. I want to say it's real, but it's also weird that they just kept it in a cage. Yeah. Yeah. Not like a like cage. A, not a tube. Yeah, like not something. A tube. Yeah. It's sure real. It's fake. Okay. Okay. Thank God. So actually, it is a giant cage, and she opens it up, and in the script, it's so dumb how he writes this. He gets like a the famous uh, zombie dog. Oh, Cerberus? What what's what is the like the breed that it's supposed to be? Like a great uh no, like, like it's a, like a, a Rottweiler? No, no. it's like a bold, um tip of my tongue. Starts with a B. Uh, it's like black. Yeah. Uh Doberman. A Doberman. It's a Doberman. Okay. So he writes a script, a Doberman comes out, but it looks like it's infected. He goes, And if you're a Resident Evil fan, you know what kind of ant what kind of creature this is. Oh god. Um so it comes out of the cage, and it freaks the girls out, and it chases them. Okay, so here in the script, it's actually going to intercut between um, Billy and Jade being chased by the dog throughout the Umbrella facility. Yeah, and then uh, Jade at the scavenger camp trying to survive from the Umbrella soldiers killing everybody, and then also from being captured by the scavengers who don't know that they're being killed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it cuts back and forth. Um, and then it gets to a point where Billy and Jade reach an exit, and this is real or fake. As they, they reach the exit, and then as the exit's sealed shut, and then the dog, as, tra- as they turn around, the dog attacks Billy and then just, like, rips her apart. Wow. 
Uh, fake? I think, well, because we haven't heard about what happened to Billy, so. Yeah, I mean, like. I, I think I, I was thinking Billy's probably dead. I mean, I'm assuming she's going to die at some point, uh, but man, first I'll episode. I'll say, I guess, fake. It's real. Okay, that's, so that's, how, that's, how, that's how this section of the script ends. The, oh, the, the wow. flashback. So it ends with Billy just being ripped apart by the dog. Mm. Wow. Um, okay. And Jade watches on his... Like, she, like, what the hell's happening? Um, and then we cut back to the present day. Um, Baxter's, Baxter actually has, has Jade, like, hiding. Jade's hiding, and then she ends up climbing up the wall. And Baxter's there. He's like, there's nowhere to go. Everything's infected. Like, you gotta come with us. And he says, Billy wants to see you. And then, so she decides a fate worse than seeing than seeing Billy is to die. So she jumps into the herd of zombies, and that's how the episode ends. So, and then even the script is like, "But we saw Billy die. How could she be alive?" Oh my god! Find out on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. That's episode one, allegedly. Allegedly. Of, uh, Netflix's. Uh, so Billy's gonna be a bad guy. In the future, probably. Maybe. Albert's in it. God. Um, he's a dad. I'm so, okay. My biggest thing is like, you were reading that, and I'm so bored. <laughs> I'm so, it, it, it bored me to tears, man. Like I was like the whole like high school like drama bullshit or whatever. I'm like, yeah. And again, that's like sixty percent of the script. I don't care. Like, we, we have we have little moments like okay, this could be cool, but then it's like oh by the way, we're just it really picks up. It really picked up like when they actually got to the facility. Yeah. I, you know how I thought? So I thought they were going to release the rabbits, and the rabbits were actually going to be infected with the T-Virus strain. Yeah, that's strain. what I thought, too. Because uh-huh. she was going to be like, we got to free the rabbits. Be free. And then it's be- and then the rabbits start fucking rabbit biting so, everybody. So they're going to be, I mean, they're, they're going to be think Billy's dead, but they're going to market the series as two sisters. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um... So you guys excited for uh, the year for Resident Evil the Netflix show? <laughs> I mean, no. uh, I don't know. Like it, it could be interesting. Well, it's also very confusing. Like I, I feel like they're trying to pay homage to the games, and obviously this takes place in like a game timeline. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it is obviously like they've they've messed with it. It's an yeah. alternate timeline, and I don't feel like. I mean, that's <sighs> it. That's not the worst thing, but it also is just kind of like, okay. Yeah. I guess. It, there's just no sense of canon, I guess. Yeah, I like, mean... that's the biggest thing. I think it's going to fall under the same trap of, like, the movies did, where mm-hmm. it's, like, elements are similar, but, like, yeah. in a different way. Yeah. And and the fact that they're, like, even talking in the script, like, and this was an homage to this, and this was... Oh, you, you mm-hmm. might remember this. Like, re- they're literally... They're, it's, it's fan service. Yeah, yeah. It's Like, it's they're literally service. just doing it to be fan service mm-hmm. not because they actually feel like they have an interesting story. Like, this tell. plot might... Like, this plot doesn't need to be Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't. And that's the thing that's kind of... lame. <laughs> is yeah. that, like... Is that, like... The elements are there, mm-hmm. but, like, if you take all of the Resident Evil stuff out of it, you have the same fucking show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... I, yeah, I feel like, I feel like this could be any zombie show. I feel like they're just using the Resident Evil brand to kind of mm-hmm. elevate it. Like they, like they think the brand is going to carry it. Yeah, you know. So basically. if you had your own, if you could make your own live action Netflix show, what would you do it on? Would you do just a straight retelling of the um, original games? No, I wouldn't do a straight retelling. I. 
I would probably do something like kind of like the animated movies have done, mm-hmm. kind of like branch off, but but like still in the same world. Well, because the well, what you the the thing that you need to do with a live action show that you can't really do with an animated show because the budget's a lot higher. You have to make sure it gets to people who haven't played the games. Yeah. That's a huge important part. So you have to make sure you can bring in that audience, which is why if you're going to do a side story, yeah. it has to be like the first Resident Evil movie where newcomers can come in and, you know, yeah. not be totally confused. Right. Because, like, the way it is now, I feel like more people, like, with when you have both of these shows the animated and the live action, more people are going to watch the live action right. just because it's more accessible for newcomers. Yeah. So, Or I feel like if you were going to do a live action show, you should, you should just straight reboot. Like yeah. not even straight pay, reboot. like not even pay attention to the games, yeah. but start yeah. from the beginning. Like so start with the first incident. You'd want to, you'd want to, like, I feel like the best way to do it would be some kind of retelling of either the Raccoon City incident yeah. or um, the first game. And you would, or combine the two would, even, or like, and, but you would have to, you would have to do something differently because I don't think either one of those games on there, I mean, maybe, I guess, I think RE2, that story could maybe be like a mini series. Yeah. But I don't think RE1 could. I think you'd have to like, it'd be a, be a good movie, <laughs> but like, you would have yeah. to, you'd have to be very, I don't, it doesn't have the content or the character development to really make a, I feel like you could, you could even if you wanted to, like, like straight reboot, go all the way back to the beginning. When I say all the way back to the beginning, I mean like Resident Evil Zero, because nobody even really remembers Resident Evil Zero all that well, unless you're a hardcore fan. Mm-hmm. It would give you the opportunity to establish the universe, um, so every like people who don't understand the franchise can kind of begin to understand it and don't feel like they're they're completely lost in like a sea of fan servicey moments. Um, with all new characters so it doesn't feel like it's kind of ripping off the games too much but kind of tell like a similar like beginning of the outbreak story like you also have a big problem if you try to do a retelling of the games where each season would be like different characters and and that doesn't really work with shows unless like unless it's like like an american horror story style Mm. like anthology anthology yeah you know it, it doesn't it doesn't really work to have like one season of Chris and Jill, and then you don't see Chris and right. Jill yeah. in the next season. Like you can't really do that. Yeah. So, because that's really what there's a there's a struggle adapting Resident Evil around the board. So that, I understand yeah. why they went the direction they did. I'm just not entirely sure if it was if it was the best way of doing. I mean, you just you just brought up something really interesting though because. Resident Evil at its core is an anthology series, basically. Yeah. Like, they all take place in the same universe, mm-hmm. but they're all different stories with different characters. Mm-hmm. Why not do an anthology show? Yeah. Okay. You could totally do that. Yeah. I think that would be really like, interesting. I think we've seen a lot of success with anthology shows, especially like Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. Like, I feel like that would be a path to doing it. I also just don't understand why they can't... I mean, I think... I think... I think Resident Evil is also one of the few series that would work as like a movie, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. Like I like, there's a lot of video games that have been, you know, have movies planned for mm-hmm. them, like Mass Effect or something like that. That I don't think would work as movies at all, you know. But like, or like The Witcher. The Witcher works as a series, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't. It probably wouldn't work as a movie. Um, but I think Resident Evil is like one of the few ones that would either work as an anthology series or a movie. Yeah. Like. Just one movie, two movie, three. I mean, 
I don't know. Mostly, I think the problem with this script is that they're trying... Allegedly. 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 The, uh, the alleged problem with the script... Shows make is, more money, though. So Is that um, they're trying to pander to the fans of the series, but they're doing it... It's like lip service, basically, yeah. right? It's yeah. like very, very light. Like, the timeline is different. The... Um, the fact that Albert Wesker is still alive is mm. different. The fact that he's a hashtag nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're... I hope he talks like he does in the games. We'll see. Like, I don't know. But, like... Rish. And also, they, and also they, it feels like they're just basically borrowing elements from other, like... Um, like the whole the whole idea of like studying the herd. I'm I'm pretty sure yeah. that's a Walking that's Dead a huge, concept. Yeah. Uh, the giant wall with many zombies around it. That's a World War Z thing. They're just yeah. borrowing kind of set pieces and mm-hmm. icons from other zombie media. I feel like and just kind of including them in this in this whole thing. Um, I highly recommend. So. Uh, I highly recommend. Uh, I think it'd be interesting to see what y'all thought of the think of the george romero script because it's not bad yeah like, it's not great i haven't read not, it but yeah it's interesting the Pick alleged, for us. The alleged george um, romero script i haven't read it i read it like a long time ago and i actually i read a summary before i came does it over. take place in it's a it's a it's a loose retelling very loose it's it's they use the first game as a basis but it's like they change a lot mm-hmm. like so chris isn't part of stars yeah he's jill's boyfriend hmm. um finally Wesker's still, I think the bad. I think he's still the bad guy. Okay. Um, they still go to a mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chris kind of becomes this like I don't. I think I think there's something with he's like a he's like a ranch owner. He owns a ranch. It's really weird. <laughs> they made Chris just totally. He's like a Native yeah. American ranch owner. It's hard work, but it's an honest living. Which I mean, cool for Native American representation. Uh, they made I think I think uh, the thing I read also said they made Barry black, which. Okay, that works, I guess. Okay. I don't, but um, okay. <laughs> um <laughs> and then like uh, I think there's something to do with Chris's property having to do something with um, something with the lab or the virus. The umbrella factory is the umbrella facility factory. is under his farm. <laughs> something yeah. like that. But there's also still a mansion. He, I think he goes too. out to he goes out to uh, cultivate his crops one day, and there's like a zombie head poking out of the dirt, like. <laughs> Oh, I think I think one of the first things is like uh, there's he has a lake, right? Yeah. And the, the, he's fishing, but he's noticing the birds aren't like flocking flocking to the water. They're, yeah. they're they're avoiding the water. They're not uh, like going okay. down to try and catch Interesting. fish. Interesting. Hmm. So I and that, he thinks that's really and I think like Jill is like dating him, but they're only dating because uh, she's supposed to get intel on his property or something like oh, that. Oh wow. Um, my boy being played. I don't know. I don't remember if Rebecca's in it or not. But Chris kind of becomes wow. this unwilling participant mm. in the okay. story. So it's an interesting concept. Yeah. Um, It would have been, you know. And that's like, I'm okay with stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it would be, I, I think it would be interesting to see re- retellings that have been kind of transformed yeah. into like, um, you know, something a little bit different to fit the medium a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh. But well, you um, can't have like just like you can't yeah. do a movie of just people walking in corridors. And... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that. I, so um, this is kind of uh, kind of on topic with this, but like the so the Castlevania animated series, um, that was actually an idea that I had. Uh, I thought Castlevania would make a great um, 
property to translate. But then I was also like, man, how are you going to translate a guy walking down whipping candles, uh, ripping open walls to find pork <laughs> shops, and like no dialogue? Because because the games are singular experiences yeah. for the most part. There's no like the original games at least. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and there's, like, no dialogue. So how are you going to translate that to a medium where you need, like, dialogue or, like, is it all just going to be subtext? Like, you know? So. And then they did the same thing to Silent Hill. But, yeah, exactly. Like, all of the, like, I don't know. I, I, personally, I think video game. I think video games have demonstrated that they're more than capable to carry their own stories. And they don't need to translate to movies or yeah. television series. I feel like at this point... The whole video game tie-in movie TV show thing needs they need to stop that separate that. I think I think I haven't seen The Witcher, but I think the only reason that no. kind of works is because it's also a book. It was a book before it was a game. Yeah. So like yeah. you kind of have two things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think also it works too because the first season at least is based on the original short stories. Yes. And then the next couple seasons are based on the actual books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Um. Well, we're almost at like an hour and 45 minutes rip so i think this is a good stopping point i think so too yeah um so uh, yeah we're just gonna end it there yeah thanks for joining us on this journey throughout to resident evil uh, yeah <laughs> thank, uh, you, thank emma you emma for, yeah, yeah of course. for coming on i think you're like the most knowledgeable the, on stuff the like evil. that oh, yeah right. you're like of the, the evil. Uh, uh master of knowledge master of knowledge <laughs> You're the Thank master you. of unlocking knowledge. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> unlocking the uh, Resident Evil knowledge on us. Of course. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. We'll, we'll catch you later. later.